This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's the live Saturday edition. And as always, it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away. So enjoy all those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Now, uh, if you're new to this program... And you may be, depending on where you're living and what radio station you're listening to across the country. You may or may not be aware that we do a show during the week as well. This is not just a Saturday night show. It's a a six-night-a-week program. And throughout the past week, um, many of our Saturday stations don't pick up our our weekday show for various reasons. Um, You know, we're the new kids on the block. takes a while to, to get there. And anyway, so during the week, we've been covering this issue night after night after night, which is kind of unusual for Free Talk Live. I mean, Free Talk Live's kind of a you know freewheeling, open format uh, show about anything. Right. Where you People can, can call in about anything, and generally we skip from topic to topic uh, rather quickly. And, and, you know, one night can be completely different from the next as far as the, the issues that are discussed on the program. But there has been a consistency recently, and there's been a darn good reason for it. Uh, we've been talking about... National service. Now, I don't know if you've heard about this national service plan, but you might be hearing about it sometime within the next few months. It, it sounds nice, doesn't it? Service? service. Yeah, sure. Nation? I, I, like, I service. like both of those things. I don't like the nation. Yeah, well, but I like you service. So I like, you know, I like volunteering. And that's what they will tell you. If, you. if you talk to these people advocating national service, they will tell you that, oh, we're just in favor of volunteering. We, we just want to give people opportunities in which they can volunteer. And, well, okay. I mean, who is against opportunities to volunteer? I don't want to see the poor people fed at the soup kitchen. I don't want poor kids to get help at the hospital. Who would want that, right? Right, right. But, but when you listen to what they're saying... And you look at who's involved in this. I mean, for instance, both McCain and Obama are in favor of national service. That should be a clue (laughs) right there that there's something screwy going on here. When you listen to the words that they use and you start to ask questions, and especially when you start digging for answers, things get kind of sinister with this whole national service idea. In fact, you dig around enough and you'll find out that, well, if it's all about volunteering, why are they calling it national service? I mean, no one I've ever known has ever called their volunteer work service. It's kind of a weird term. Term. It's just different. And the, the, uh, civil servants use it. Um, yeah. You know, when you were in the army, the, you know, people would use that kind of term, service. When, uh, um, you know, people do uh, work for the government, they 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 call it, or, or they do a political office, they'll call that service. Usually, political office, not working for the government. Yeah. And when you're when they're going to uh, to help out some organization like you know, uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then they usually call it, oh, I'm volunteering at blah, 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 not mm-hmm. I'm serving at. When you, when you hear the term service, you think maybe like the military mm-hmm. or something like that. And so you have to wonder, what's different about this? So you start poking around. You start asking questions. And then you find out that what's going on right now in this country is that several organizations, several corporations, including Time Magazine. Time Magazine is really pushing the entire idea have gathered together and are going to meet in um, in person on September 11th this what a year. What surprise, September 11th. 
Could be a coincidence, right? Could no, no. I think that oh. they're hearkening back to the fear. That's true. They um, are meeting in New York City. And they're, um, yeah, right there. It's September 11th in New York City. They yeah. want, what they want to do is they want to whip up that fervor that was going on, uh, it, you know, in this nation for the, I'd say, 18 months, two years after September 11. You know, people, I had a couple of uh, flags on my car um, that would flap in the wind. And you had people, the flags? Yeah, yeah, I had the flags. <laughs> I like the flag. It's a yeah. fl- I, it, it's it's a good thing. All right. So so you look into it and you find out this organization called Service Nation is behind this big push to establish national service in America. Service Nation as is a conglomerate organization made up of several different uh, interest groups. Many of them are charitable groups. Uh, many of them are kind of think tanky kind of groups, and many of them are the corporations that many of us do our shopping at every single day. In fact, one of those corporations is Target, and I like Target as a customer. I uh, you know I shop at Walmart and I shop at Target. You know, depending on where I am and what I'm doing. Tar- Target's like uh, home wares, I think is what they use the, for the terminology. The home mm-hmm. wares are, are yeah. very trendy, and I like that. They and, are. And they often uh, have you know, deals that are comparable to what's going on at Walmart. There's other times when they're not even close, but, you know, you got to look around. Right. Uh, I, you know, there's, not, there's a lot of good things you can say about Target. Mm-hmm. I've never... Um, one of the bad things you can say about Target is that they support national service. And what national service is, is slavery. It's the draft. It's conscription. It's taking American young, young people. Well, some people are saying it should be from 18 to 25, but the proposal on the table is 18 to 42. Right. The National Service Act of 2009, as, as proposed by uh, Representative Charles Rangel, is uh, from 18 to 42. Right. Which Mandatory service of two years is going to sound like a good idea to anybody or you know not anybody but a lot of people who are over the age of 42 that's going to sound like a pretty good idea we're going to whip those kids into <laughs> shape we they need discipline and as though the government is um, the only as, as the government's even capable a, a bit of giving someone discipline I, th- I think yeah. that many people walked into the military without without discipline and, and walked um, walked into the military without it and walked out with it. But I think that a lot of that had to do My with my first the, job helped me with discipline yeah, too. I think that had a lot to, to do from going from eighteen to twenty two. Mm. Uh, you know, I just I matured in that uh, time oh, yeah. frame, and I don't think that I can uh, necessarily uh, you know credit my whereabouts or my job for for maturing me. It was just me and the you know the experiences I had at the time. I've heard people say uh, that you know the military was terrible for them. And the question I'd ask is, if the military is so great, why'd you do four years and leave? Oh, that's a great question. Well, this isn't just going to be the military. This national service yeah. thing. Well, it's, it's a newer, kinder, gentler draft. See, it, it a bit, but you know the way the proposal looks um, from uh, Representative Rangel there. Basically, the government would get to choose. The bottom line, the government would get to choose where you went. You could say, "I want to, I want to help poor people get fed in the barrio or whatever it is that you want to do." But you may or may not end up there if well, the military is fighting yet another war on yet another front. I mean, we've got we, we still have Iran yeah, and that, North Korea to, to attack. Yeah, but mark that right there will kind of ruin their whole uh, concept of national service. Yeah, you're just, I'm not saying you're, they wouldn't You're do simply it? speculating oh, okay. as to how that it'll, it'll come out. And you're speculating, too. No, okay. I'm not. You're I'm saying telling they could you, do this. I'm, I'm quoting Charles Rangel. He said that... Oh, really? Yeah. He said this, that the He said that the people would... Man, oh, well, the way I see it, the government's going to assign people where they need them. I, I thought he was talking about outside of the military, but... 
you know, you could be right about that. that. But, anyway, know, the I idea is... I didn't get that context out of the quote, nor did I read the entire, uh, you know, uh, transcript. Well, it, you know, it really all depends on who you read and what website you read. Yep. I mean, yep. you can read... The, you're talking about the but National Service Act. At this point, Act. It, nothing's implemented. Right. You're talking about the National Service Act, which is a piece of legislation that's on the table but to that's be the, discussed. Right. And it may or may not come through in the form that it's in. Right. And there's certainly people talking about other stuff, but what matters is the legislation as it goes through. And then you know that once the bureaucracy in place, they do what they want. That much we certainly know. But what they're proposing is different depending on what you read. And Service Nation is the, the main front group for all of this. Service Nation, uh, from what I understand, does support the, American, the National uh, Service Act. And they, uh, there are organizations that are with Service Nation that definitely, explicitly on their websites support the National Service Act. Which organizations are those? Uh, Americans for National Service. Okay. Or, the, or for a National Service Act, I believe is what it's called. And so, you know, there are different ideas out there. So you have to be very careful when you're listening to these people because one group will say one thing and the other group will say, oh, well, no, 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 no. We don't want this to be mandatory. We want this to be voluntary. Because when you present this to them, you say, well, you're talking about this idea that forces young people in America to work for, two, for the government, some government bureaucracy, allegedly of their choosing, which is why they're calling it voluntary. See, these people are saying, oh, it's not mandatory. It's voluntary. Well, you have to serve. It's mandatory that you serve. It is voluntary as to what you do. Coming up, we're going to talk more about this. I want to hear from you on your thoughts about national service at 800-259-9231. A lot of countries have this. And we're going to talk to an employee, current employee of Target, about how he feels about this whole situation in moments. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, this live Saturday edition of the program. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're free, including the bulletin board system. You can get interactive over there at bbs.freetalklive.com with over 375,000 posts. It's a lot to talk about. Go and enjoy it all on us free, by the way, at uh, bbs.freetalklive.com. If you're thinking about starting a business, here's a word to the wise. Incorporate at LegalZoom.com. Incorporation can help protect you against frivolous lawsuits that could wipe you out. LegalZoom.com is both fast and easy. They do all sorts of uh, legal documents, not just for businesses. They do patents, wills, trademarks, LLCs. If you use code FTL, you'll save $10 off your order. That's LegalZoom.com. Code FTL. We're talking about one of the most disturbing ideas that I think we've ever come across on this program, and we've been talking about this idea of national service or national slavery, as it's more apt to be called, for years on Free Talk Live. And it's now really coming to a head with a bunch of corporations, including Time Magazine and Target, even Home Depot, uh, getting to Coca-Cola, uh, getting together to uh, discuss this idea of national service and how to move the idea forward and turn it into some sort of uh, legislation, passing it into law, so thereby enforcing forcing every young person in America between the ages of 18 and 42 to work for some government bureaucracy for two years. If you talk to these advocates of national service, and if there's any of them out there listening, we'd love to hear from you at 800-259-9231. They'll tell you, oh, no, 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 this is voluntary. We, we just want to encourage and give people opportunities to volunteer. Well, wait, 
I've already got plenty of opportunities to volunteer. There are countless charities in the area in which I live, and most people also have charities in the areas in which they live. They could absolutely go out and find as many volunteer opportunities as they can possibly handle with all of their free time if they want right. to. So there's no shortage of opportunities. And why anyone would want to volunteer for some government bureaucracy, I really don't understand. But you could go and volunteer for a government bureaucracy today. I'm sure they're not going to turn down your labor, I don't imagine. Imagine. I, I, so, I, I mean, it depends on the, you know, there's certainly uh, volunteer fire departments. Right. Those are, those are sort of government, those are quasi-government agencies. Yeah, and, and some of the uh, sheriff's department have uh, kind of volunteer citizen Posse. teams and stuff like that. You could, you could go help the kids cross the street after school, stuff like that. So there's no shortage of opportunity. So what's different about this? The, the people that are in charge of these organizations, the Service Nation, again, will insist. Oh, well, Service Nation even says on their website, which they apparently changed this week, from what I understand. It even makes it very clear that they, they only support voluntary national service. Once again, when you start digging around and finding out what they mean by their terms, you start to uncover what this is really all about. Now remember, when you ask a politician if the tax system in America is voluntary, he will say yes. And then he'll you know, go through all kinds of uh, verbal gymnastics in order to justify his position that taxes are somehow voluntary. Right. They tell us taxes are voluntary. I don't know, I, I, you know, <laughs> I don't know who really thinks that's true. Yeah, it's absurd. Uh, and it's, it's just nuts to believe that that would be the case. It's clearly not voluntary because you're being coerced. You're being threatened with um, harm. You're being threatened with uh, the jail. loss of your what freedom you have uh, in the form of jail if you don't go ahead and jump through their hoops. And that's what's going to happen with this so-called um, national service. They have made it – some of the organizations like the Americans for a National Service Act that are in a part of this service nation group, the major front group – Say it real clear on their website. Voluntary national service means where you get to pick which government bureaucracy you work for. So you don't get to choose whether or not to work for the bureaucracy. You only get to choose which bureaucracy you work for. And that's why they're going to say, oh, this isn't the draft. This isn't the draft. See, you can pick which bureaucracy you work for. See, that's a big selling point, Mark, and I don't think they're going to back away from that, at least in the beginning. I think in the beginning they will let people pick, you know, which, which bureaucracy they work for, as though that somehow negates the fact that this is slavery. So with all that in mind, let's go to the phone calls here. I want to hear from somebody who supports national service, because we haven't heard from a single national service supporter here at all this week. But in the meantime, we're going to go to uh, the guest line and talk to Jermaine, uh, Jermaine Justice, who is an employee of Target. Target, one of the main sponsors behind this National Service Act, one of the, the big groups that's pushing this idea. And uh, we found your blog online, Jermaine, and it's, uh, it was refreshing. It was great to hear somebody t- um, speaking out that's within this organization, and you want to get answers from the organization, from the uh, the bosses over there at Target. Uh, I think, like us, you have not yet gotten these answers, but uh, I want to welcome you to Free Talk Live. Jermaine, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you very much for having me on. Well, it's great to have you here um, because you are somebody who, as I said, is inside this organization. You're, you're standing up. You're speaking out against this national slavery idea, and, of course... 
I uh, reached out to you to bring you on the program, and when I did that, I found out you're already a listener to Free Talk Live, which I guess shouldn't have surprised me based on the way that you were saying things on your blog. Very, you sound like a very principled, uh, you know, pro-liberty young man, and I think it's uh, it's really excellent what it is that you're doing here. What what spurred you into uh, to action on this issue, Jermaine? Well, the story goes, I'm actually um, on a leave of absence right now because I'm in the middle of a transfer from a store. Um, I just moved from western Pennsylvania back to eastern Pennsylvania. And uh, while I was driving and moving some stuff, I was uh, listening to Free Talk Live. And uh, I heard about this issue. And when Target came up, I kind of had to double take on that because it's kind of shocking that uh, the company I work for is uh, going into the supporting of national service. Um, well, yeah, because Target so likes did, to position I, itself as uh, really community friendly, and they they give money yeah. to to local organizations. That's uh, like five percent of their profits goes to the local area community. Well, yeah, and, and they love know, doing that. And you know, they're very community based, very uh, you know community friendly. They donate tons of money. And you know, I think that's uh, Jermaine. I think that's exactly the reason how they would have gotten duped. And I yeah. believe that they're duped in this one. But I also believe that they're now stuck mm. because um, you know they've they've gotten onto this national right. service thing, listening to them say that it's voluntary service. Who doesn't support voluntary service on its face? Um, you know, we've looked into a uh, deeper, and it's in fact mandatory service, and you get to volunteer for what sort of mandatory service you want. But n- if they try to back out, then they're all the, uh, the the people out there that want to draft, and there there's not just a few. There are people, plenty. Of people in this nation that want to draft. I'd say somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 30 percent. Um, yeah, sadly. Those people are going to be upset. And the people that say, but do you don't want to support volunteering in your community? Yeah. I thought Target was all about that. We're going to boycott. So they're so going to get, really, they're getting really boycotted no one way or the, the other. PR part of it. What's that? Uh, there's really no winning for them in the PR part of it no. uh, because so many people would be in favor of national service. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. So, what is it that you're going to do as an employee of Target to uh, to help um, talk, you know, start conversations about this and and perhaps maybe even get an answer from these Target people? Because Mark, you called earlier this week uh, the Target people. They did call you back yesterday, but then you returned their call. It was early in the day, and they didn't get back to you. So, it does sound like they may call us back at some point to give us some sort of answers, but we have not yet actually gotten a point of clarification from Target as to if they understand that they are supporting the idea of uh, of conscription and slavery. So how is it that you plan to uh, to play out on this? Well, for the most part, um, I think I'm going to do the same thing Mark is doing in the in the way of uh, finding finding some higher-ups, talking to some of the management, and maybe even have them discuss at their meeting to get some answers for me. Uh, maybe give out some reading material to fellow co-workers or uh, team members, as we call them, that are uh, at work. More coming up here. Um, maybe, Actually, and, Jermaine, and hang on. I'm going to bring you back. We'll continue this discussion here in moments, and uh, you can call in and talk about national service or whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. That's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for accessing their sites. We give ours away. So enjoy that at freetalklive.com. And, uh, by the way, that includes archives. So if you've missed... 
uh, moment of the show, as you have done if you only get the show on Saturday nights on your local stations, go click and download right there from the front page and enjoy on us at freetalklive.com. Do you want to easily update the look of those old cabinets or that old set of drawers? Well, innerknobs.com offers a wide variety of knobs and pulls for every taste and budget. Save 10% on your order if you use the code FTL at checkout. That's internobs.com. Use code FTL to save 10%. I-N-T-E-R-K-N-O-B-S dot com. Or just see their banner at our website, freetalklive.com. 800-259-9231. Back to Jermaine Justice, who... Is that your real name, Jermaine? Yes, it is. That's an awesome uh, name to I have. Get, I get a lot of, uh, hey, it sounds like a superhero name to me, and, you know, whatever, I guess. Yeah, well, as far as I'm concerned, uh, you, are pretty, you are pretty heroic in what, you, what <laughs> it is that you're doing. Uh, you have uh, stood up against this idea of national service when uh, so many people are going to really uh, rain on your parade. For, they're going to really look down on you for coming out against this because they believe that national service is voluntary. And in point of fact, it's not. Even what they call... All voluntary national service isn't really in, uh, it's not really voluntary because the the only thing that you get to choose is which bureaucracy that uh, you're forced into working for and again this is every we're talking about everyone in America from 18 to 42 being forced to work for some government agency for 2 years of their lives that's the idea that's on the table and that's one of the things that your employer target is actually come it's come out in favor of now we don't believe that target understands what it is that they've done we don't believe that they really quite get it and so there's no boycott yet of Target, but there no, might I'm be. I'm not going. But well, I'm the, personally not. I, I want know, an answer first. I, I want to know what, what they have to say for themselves on this, and I want them to retract their support for this Service Nation organization publicly. And if they don't, then then the boycott I'm not is calling for a boycott. I'm just not going to Target right now. I, after after they make it clear and they don't retract then I will call for a boycott. I think that's the appropriate time. And I think at that point, we then need to talk to you know, Coca-Cola and Home Depot and get their positions and you know, boycott as many of these places as possible. And you're going to be trying to go through the, I guess, the internal channels there at Target as an employee. Perhaps you may get an answer faster than we will. I mean, they apparently weren't that interested in returning the phone calls of a nationally syndicated radio program. So maybe you'll have better luck as an employee. And you're going to find out how they feel. And we're going to talk about all this within the coming weeks on Free Talk Live. In fact, you've told me, uh, Jermaine, that you plan on continuing to call the show and, and update us on what's going on? Yes, I will. Um, actually, and I've even done a few things already, even though I haven't um, gone to my new uh, Target place yet. I've actually went to the uh, – it's an employee-based uh, for, uh, message board, mm-hmm. and I've posted this, uh, this topic on, on there to, just to get you know, people's reactions and see what they say. I've and these people either don't care or don't see the problem um, or don't see the link. And hmm. it's, um, it's kind of interesting to see their, you know, they're just, they don't really care. They don't see the big deal. Well, it's kind of that brainwashed American syndrome where they've been raised in government schools and they've been inculcated to believe that, you know, the government is good and what they're doing is uh, is a just idea and that, hey, we're, we're just trying to get people to help out here. What, what's your problem, Jermaine? What's your deal, man? You don't like well, helping? You know, you know, the government is it, it's it's inefficient. And I think that it teaches people uh, poor work skills. And, I, you know, I think that that goes from uh, 
from any old government bureaucracy to uh, all the way up to the military. I think that people spend a lot of time trying to avoid work in the uh, in, in the bureaucratic sector, whereas in the private sector, that's it, it's not as easy to pull that trick off. I don't think that's going to be persuasive to his coworkers there on that on that particular forum. They just may not be aware of what government is and what it does and how violent it is and how it, it threatens people. And you know they may not um, be, they may not be seeing the gun in the room, so to speak. Volunteering right. is great, okay? It's great. But once you put coercion into the picture, you no longer have a volunteer. You have a victim. And if you've got somebody who's been victimized in order to uh, you know, work for some great cause, then you're, you're not getting the best out of them. It's exactly what you're talking about, Mark. There's no incentive for these conscripts to do a good job at these so-called volunteer positions because they've been threatened in order to go uh, work there. When you decide you want to go down to the soup kitchen on your own volition to help feed people or whatever it is that you want to do to volunteer for real, then you're motivated and inspired from the inside. You have decided to go out upon your own time and with your own money and help out fill-in-the-blank organization. That is going to result in you really caring about what it is that you're doing. When the government says... Join or we put you in a jail cell that might just do a little bit, you know, a little number on your motivation factor. So, uh, Jermaine, I, uh, you've got a blog, right, and or a website yep. that you're going to chronicle your progress on? Everything, on my, everything will be put on my website as it comes out, everything from the blog to any videos. I actually have posted a video um, that can be found on my website, JermaineJustice.com. Uh, yeah. Very cool. You know what I want to? I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping we get a positive response from Target, and they pull out of Service Nation. We don't have to do any boycotting. But if we do, right, right. you have suggested that you were. You may even be willing to uh, to quit your job over this, and I think that's an amazing thing. And I think that if well, something I, like I have to take, I have to take things seriously when uh, the word mandatory is thrown around. I mean, if if one organization mentions mandatory national service. I'm not just going to ignore that. I want to hear their say on it and know yeah. what exactly their position is. I think that whatever it is you decide to do, we we definitely want to keep in touch with you here on Free Talk Live and talk about it. Maybe we can somehow help you get more coverage. I don't know how effective we'll be awesome. at it because we've never done anything like this before. But well, uh, I was actually amazed when I uh, when I was searching. I, I wrote that article and then I was searching for more and I found that I was pretty much the only person talking about this. So. Uh, I was a little shocked. Well, that's why it's it can be difficult to be that one person and that that voice in the wilderness shouting out the truth while you're being shouted down uh, by a bunch of people around you. And that's why we're going to be here to to help amplify your voice because it's just more persuasive as far as a as far as a story is concerned. The media uh, that that might be paying attention that we may you know that we want to get to pay attention uh, pay attention to this issue. It's more persuasive mm-hmm. to have Jermaine, the target employee, you know, the guy on the sales floor, actually speaking out and talking about this than to just have a couple yahoos behind microphones uh that would be us talking about it so uh to that end we're glad you're on board here jermaine and keep up the good work and i want to thank you for coming on free talk live tonight thank you thank and you, i appreciate the, uh, the help yes and, th- and congratulations on your courage to stand out and speak out and as you say be perhaps maybe the only one that is uh, speaking out at this point within that one organization thank you jermaine for the call tonight 800-259-9231 we continue with your calls about what you want don is on the line listening to wfla in florida hello don how you doing hey what's on your mind uh i just caught i haven't read anything about what you're talking about right now i just heard what you all were talking about okay and as a I'm 55. I'm a supervisor at a production plant. And I find that it, I don't agree with this up to the 42-year age thing, but I've all, I've all, 
often felt that there should be something for the 18 to 22-year age range just to help them get something started with a work ethic because as Americans, we have the worst work ethic. I, I think that you're. I think you're wrong there. I think Americans have a really great work ethic. Um, no, you know, the, as I evidenced by our work week. The young, the young ones don't. I, I, I understand, but young ones. They, you, you understand that people that are 50 have said that about people that are 18. As long as there have been people that are 50 and people that are 18. But also, I blame the government uh, to to some extent because they uh, raise these kids in their government schools, and they're the ones that are inculcating them with all the ideas in their heads. They're the ones that tell these kids that they're entitled to certain things. They're the ones that suggest that well, you should get a job and be able to keep it forever. And so, you know, the longer you're at your job, the more uh, the more likely you should get a raise just because you've been there a long time. There's all kinds of just bad ideas, uh, anti-competitive ideas that these government schools uh, foist on these youngsters, and you're talking about having government programs, uh, you know, essentially enslave them for uh, for a couple of years? Is that what you're talking about? Well, it's just, I I served in the military, and it changed me. It did a lot for me, and I was, I was a... I was a bad apple when I was growing up, and it straightened me right out. Let's talk about that. If you'll hold on, if you'll hold on, I'm going to hold you over, Don. We're going to bring you back to discuss this because, Mark, you changed in your life as well. You had a, quite a changing experience mm. uh, that you need to tell him about. More coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, the live Saturday edition. Toll-free number for you is 1-800-259-9231, especially if you are supporting the idea of national service or national slavery, as I like to call it, 1-800-259-9231. In short, the idea is to force all Americans between 18 and 42 to work for some government bureaucracy, allegedly of their choice, for two years of their lives. And I don't care if it's one year or a month, forcing people to do things against their will is anathema to freedom and liberty, and I cannot possibly support such an endeavor. But if you do, we want to hear from you, and of course your thoughts about whatever might happen to be on your mind at 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where the features are totally free, uh, so... If you want to help support Free Talk Live, then you can go shopping with us at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Entering Amazon through that link will result in Free Talk Live getting a percentage of your purchase. And whatever it is that you buy, over 41 categories to shop in, including used items. Need to save a few bucks? Go used, and you'll still get the great brands that you trust. You'll get a great deal, and you'll help Free Talk Live all at the same time at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. As we continue discussing this uh, concept of national service with Don in Florida listening on WFLA. Now, Don, it sounds like, from what you've said so far, if I've understood you correctly at least, that you are in favor of this idea. You said you don't think it should go up to 42 as far as the age range is concerned, but you do like the idea of having young people forced to work for the government. And you made a comment about how you used to be in the military and that it was a life-changing experience for you. And I know Mark had something he wanted to say to that, but first, Don, are you still with us? Yes. Okay, good. Mark, go ahead. Well, Don, I, I spent uh, nine years in prison in, in Florida, and, you know, I was a bad kid. Sound like it? You know, I mean, I spent some time in prison, and I found it really life-changing. I, and I have heard, and as a matter of fact, out of, out of my mouth have come the words that I think everybody should do at least three years in prison, because... I felt like it really changed me. It taught me some things. That's basically what he just said about the military a few moments ago. 
And, you know, I, here's looking back, Don, here's the thing that I want to ask. Um, you know, I, I changed in, in prison and I, I grew up and I think that, you know, what is the magic thing that the military does um, in your mind that the rest of the world doesn't do, um, you know, the, the, the free marketplace, jobs, that kind of thing for young people that caused you to grow up? What do they do different? Um, my dad tried real hard raising me. Mm-hmm. And I just had, I just didn't have the respect for him that I should have had. And once I went in the military, for whatever they did that made me get it, when I went home to him, I had the respect for him I didn't have before. Did you I live don't it? Think it's, did you I don't live think with your so dad? Much I'm sorry. What the schools are doing, but you know, maybe you know, parents have never had an, an operating manual on how to raise a kid and how to raise a kid right. And I mean, I dealt with that when I raised my kids. I didn't do it right either. Well, how can you? You know, you try your best, and, and that's life. Right. So, I mean, so you try your best, and you don't do it. But if they can go off for a couple of years and do service for whatever, and I'm not saying that what they're proposing is, is, is right, but it might be an idea to expand upon. Just something. Oh, trust me, they want to expand upon it. Let me give I, you. I haven't seen a government program well, yet that doesn't yeah, expand. Th- let me give you a quick example okay, of how well, they plan on expanding. Right. Real quick, Don. What they want to do is they uh, want to propose this voluntary national service, which means that you get to choose which bureaucracy to work for, uh, and they want to expand that out to universal national service, which means that they just decide where to put you. That's how I, they want I, to expand it. No, I understand what you're saying, yeah. and I, I'm just saying that that maybe the idea is right, but the way they're going about what the way they want to go about doing it isn't quite right yet. Now, Don, but it would be something that if it was discussed enough, they might be able to find the right way to do it. But as a supervisor, I should not have to devote four hours of my work day dealing with young people to get them where they should be when they walk in and apply for a job. I agree with you that many young people, um, you know, teenagers, myself, um, you know, they're, you know, they're, they weren't ready. And now at 37, I'm, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm a really great worker. But, you know, I think that what that does, what that is, is that's, you know, that's that's a place in the marketplace for entry level jobs. I think that that's what McDonald's is for. Not that I, you know, entire, not everybody who works at McDonald's has entry level jobs, but that's what, you know, fast food, that's what uh, grocery baggers, that's what that is for, is to teach those people that, look, you got to be, you got to be to work on time. Um, you can't be, you know, gabbing and uh, trying not to work and and all those things that, you know, pull your pants up for God's sake. You know, all those things that, uh, you know. You want you need that young people need to learn in the workplace, yeah. and I'll, I'll grant you that the military has uh, has the ability to enforce discipline in a way that uh, the, the real world doesn't. If a young um, private decides he doesn't want to pull his pants up in the military, they'll throw him in the brig, whereas they'll just fire him in the workplace. But then at some point or another, he's going to learn. Hey, you know, I keep getting fired, and I'm having trouble making ends meet here. You know, I think a lot of uh, the the problems that we see with young people in the workplace, and my girlfriend is actually an assistant manager at uh, Panera Bread, and so she deals with young people. I mean, their staff is mostly under the age of 23, uh, so she deals with young people a lot. And uh, and many of these people are are 19, 17 years old, and they're getting their very first job. I think that if we saw young people getting jobs at younger ages, they would be able to mature faster. But unfortunately, we've got these pesky government rules in the way of actually actually hiring anybody, in many cases, under the age of uh, 16. Most businesses won't do it under the age of 16, and, and uh, 14, of course, is the minimum age that anybody can work at. Some states. So I think being able to work at, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, if parents...
parents are okay with it, I think that could do a lot to really get people seasoned and, and get them maturing faster. But, Don, I want to thank you for your input tonight, and thank you for the call at 1-800-259-9231. Do you support this idea? It sounded like Don was kind of wishy-washy on it. Uh, well, you know, the idea of uh, – I like the idea of, you know – kids learning about life and all that and and i think it happens naturally it certainly happened right. naturally for me and i didn't have to go to the military for it i didn't have to be forced to work for some government bureaucracy so don and i disagree in that point i, I think that people can find uh you know can can find the maturity they're looking for uh you know, actually, they're not looking for. The, the, I think that young people can find the maturity that they need in the workplace, and and ones that really want discipline that the military provides. I mean, I'm not exactly that. sure about that, but they can make the choice to join. And right. by the way, most military guys will say they don't want to fight alongside a draftee. Yeah, that's what that's what we're talking what, about here. Is choice. Philosophically, though, what bothers me about this is that this country was founded on concepts of freedom and liberty and no standing army. Um, and in, by the way, I know it's shocking to you that this country seems like it's really all about the military. But in fact, our founding fathers said they didn't want a standing army. They found us found a standing army to be a dangerous thing. And I, the Constitution I, specifies it should only be around for they, if for they two form years. an army, it should only stay around for two years. Yeah, that's that's what it says. And I think that you know Americans have forgotten the ideas of freedom and liberty. What they've really gotten into is this whole uh, you know empire building thing that, uh, that this nation seems to be about. We're in a we have uh, military mem- men in 131 UN member states. We have 700 military bases plus worldwide. That's not what we should be doing. Our military should be at home. And I'm, I'm not an isolationist. I don't want to make it seem like that. I think that our, our businessmen and, and women should be around the world doing business everywhere. I don't think that you should be in your backyard growing corn for the impending food crisis. Unless you want to. <laughs> I grow a little, I've grown a little stuff out of my house. I think it's a great idea. But, you know, I think that our military shouldn't be enforcing what we want on other countries. Let's continue here. Your thoughts on national service or whatever's on your mind. Let's go to Steve in Montana listening to KGEZ. Hello, Steve. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Steve? Well, sounds like what you're talking about is a bad idea, but oh, yeah. I haven't heard much in the way of details about how it would work. Well, that's what they're gonna. That's what they're trying to work out, actually. And as we mentioned, there's a bunch of these organizations, Target, Time Magazine, and a few others that are going to be. Uh, Gathering together for a summit on national service coming right. up so on at this September point, all we, all we have to look at is the, um, the, nas- the National Service Act by Charles Rangel. And, you know, th- these things can get changed in the House, and, and they're having the summit. Likely they could change some things there, too. I'm so, sure Charlie would uh, switch things up in order to get what he wanted. Some of the proposals so that are... it's really just a hazy picture at this but point. But I can give you some of their proposals, what some of the things they're talking about doing. Uh, they are talking about, uh, you know, well, should people get paid? You know, they're trying to decide whether or not the only compensation should be room and board, you know, like the slaves used to have, or if they should uh, give them some sort of stipend, or if there should be some sort of college money, or if uh, the other thing they're trying to decide is the, you know, the different ways the program will work as far as, you know, whether uh, youngsters will be forced to do national service prior to the, their graduation of high school, or whether they'll be forced to do national service right after graduating from high school, but certainly for the adults, uh, you know, up in the, to the age 42, I would guess it would probably probably be administered in a similar way to the draft. Uh, probably, uh, you know, the Selective Service Organization already exists. They've already kind of got their program up and running, and it would just be a matter of expanding that and, and calling people in and ordering them into this so-called service. But, yes, right now, getting the details is uh, relatively difficult. Mm. 
I mean, if you were uh, actually going to have all of these people uh, serve two years and not pay them, you'd have to put them up, give them room and board. I mean, it, it's... Yeah, well, like AmeriCorps or whatever. Right. Whatever it is that they're going to do, they're going to just print money out, and they're going to tax all of us to pay for this. So it doesn't matter if they pay them or not. Either way, everyone's going to have to pay for this via taxes, and it's just a bad, bad scene. Thanks for the call, dude. More coming up. Hour 2 is on the way. You can bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. You ever have one of those days where everything goes right? First, I get the best parking space at work. Tonight, I have a date with a very lovely Rachel. And today, I gave a killer presentation in Sydney, finalized the contract in London, and demoed our new product in Boston. Online, from my desk, with WebEx. WebEx lets me take meetings and give presentations from my desk. I just talk to clients on the phone, and they watch what's happening on my desktop from their desktop. So I can travel the world and still be here for my date tonight with Rachel. Travel less, meet online. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radio graphic and enter promo code 600 to get a free trial and a free webcam, too. Remember that code, 600, to qualify for the free webcam. WebEx, now part of Cisco and used by more than 5.5 million people every month. Give it a try, free. Go to WebEx.com and enter the promo code 600. W-E-B-E-X.com. Free webcams available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching here in hour number two of the live Saturday edition. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Definitely want to hear from you if you are in support of a very, very bad idea, in my opinion, national service. We spent the first hour discussing this, and people are still on the line that want to talk about it. So we're going to keep taking your calls on that topic. But it is Free Talk Live, and you can call about whatever you want. So don't forget, you can always do that on this program at 800-259-9231. It is, by the way, Ian here with you. And Mark. Uh, Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away. So again, enjoy at freetalklive.com. To bring you up to speed before we get right to the phones, uh, national service is something you may be hearing about over the next few weeks. Time Magazine plans on publishing an entire issue dedicated to the idea, promoting the idea. And the idea is that they force... Americans between the ages of 18 to 42 to work for some government bureaucracy in the furtherance of homeland security, for instance, is one thing that they're going to be focusing on, uh, to work for some government bureaucracy for two years of their lives. And it's amazing to me that American, American people that supposedly understand something about freedom, you would hope, that American people would support institutionalized slavery like this. Let's go to your calls and talk to Tom in Florida, listening to WFTL. Hello, Tom. Tom in Florida, going once. How are you doing? Hey, Tom, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I just, you know, I I lived in Germany in 1979, and, uh, you know, I just want to point out that this country has had conscription on numerous times during our history. And, and, and those are, are dark, long... dark times. Dark, dark well, times. Well, sometimes. World War II wasn't a dark, dark time. Anytime, we, we sir, Tom, before you go on, anytime you enslave people, it's a dark time. Well, I mean, World War II, it, it took all of us to fight Hitler. Would well, you agree? actually, uh, World War II probably never would have happened if the United States hadn't broken its constitution and gotten involved in World War I in the first place, sir. Well, I will agree with you there. I will agree with you there. But once it happened, I mean, let's not get off on that. The bottom line is, I lived in Europe in the 70s, 
Um, and I saw where, um, um, in numerous countries, where young people who um, had national service of some sort uh, then got their education as a, as, as, as a uh, reward, and, they, and, they got, and then that, that also enables the country to have uh, things like national health care as well. Because often uh, people, young people could volunteer for any any level of the government, not just the military. And um, I tell you what, those are the most polite, well-behaved, didn't shoot people, didn't run around committing gang crimes, didn't uh, very happy, so do well-adjusted you think that, people you, I've ever interacted. You think slavery? Hold on. Now, um, do you think that America's uh, violent crime was higher or lower than those European countries? Um, at that time, when we and when 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 we did have the draft, I mean, we've had the draft at that uh, that point. I think America is just a little more, you know, pioneery, a little a little more frontier than uh, European countries. Well, I, my my experience of where I grew up and where I was staying when I was in, in Europe, uh, yeah, vi- the cr- violent crime rate was much higher here. Yeah. yeah, and we we have had the draft in the past. I mean, you're talking about what the mid seventies. Well, yeah, this isn't a draft for just the military. We're talking about see, national service. Okay, Mark. Oh, I see. It's different. Um, excuse me. I I didn't it's realize. Kinder, generous, it's national service, slavery. just like they have in in North Korea. Um, yeah. So everybody. Oh, no, no, just like they have in in France. Just like they, that North Korea and France have nothing in common. Yeah, well, Mark. Our except bureaucrats. that they're socialist systems, right? Mark, our bureaucrats are well, better than other bureaucrats. Well. They're, they're both. So, they are. Also, capitalist countries. I've when, lived there. I when, know what I'm talking about. Right, it, oh, you can't fire and, anybody in France. You know that, right? I mean, well, no, that's actually not true anymore. That used to be almost true. impossible. It's pretty much, true. and it's only true Sarkozy, for it's only true for Sarkozy. new hires. Sarkozy has ended that, but anyway. No, he hasn't ended it across the board. He only ended it for new hires. There's a two-year okay. probationary period. But, you know, you, you're, okay. you're on the right track. Let's get back to the slavery issue, because you're defending slavery. You do understand that, right? How do you justify defending that? Slavery? Yeah. No, I'm not defending slavery. Well, okay, well, let me right. ask you this then. If, if as a uh, 28-year-old man, and I'm 28 as of today, uh, if as a 28-year-old man they send me a letter saying, okay, you better report to this particular bureaucracy so you can choose which bureaucracy you want to work for, and I say, you know, that's all right. I've got a radio show. I'm busy. I've got, you know, life to live. I've got things to do. I already volunteer in the, you know, this organization. So no thanks. I'll, uh, I'll pass on that. What do you think they're going to do to me? Well, here's what I, I, I hear you saying two things. You say you don't want empire building, and the bottom line is the reason Charlie Rangel introduced this, is introducing this concept is because if they institute this program, I guarantee you right now this country would be much less likely to do this nation-building exercises that we're, that we're currently doing if rich kids are just as likely to get sent into those situations. Do you really think kids. that? Do you really think I that rich that. people's kids are going to be just as likely to go as poor people? The rich people well, will no, move, dude. I'll stack up in the Peace Corps. You're probably yeah, right. Exactly, right. Exactly. I mean, when was the last time you were treated like a rich person? But you dodged it doesn't the question. Happen. You dodged the question. What will happen to me if I decide I don't want to go to their little national? service program well i would what i would propose is then you wouldn't get you wouldn't get free education you wouldn't get free a college oh okay well that's not what they're proposing available wait a minute i'm 28 i don't need to go to college i already have a job right they're offering it to 18 to 42 i i'm i'm 37 and i i can do without the little college education yeah so but but you understand that's not what i just personally think this country would be better off with slavery if young people had a sense of civic duty 
You, well, you mean slavery? I, I understand. That, you want young people to have a civic duty. Socialistic. I don't think that's anti-patriotic. Wait, I understand. It might be fascist. I, you know, it's it's probably it's one of those. Um, yeah. You know, I, wait, wait a second. Fascist I understand you right. want young people to have c- civic um, responsibility. I get that, but you can't give it to them by forcing them to work for the government. All you can do is say work for the government or go to jail. Those are your choices. That's what happens when you use the government to do things. Well, that's not my experience from the time that I in the countries that I have lived in overseas, and I'm and and, and I really resent being called a fascist. Oh no, the, the ideas that. are fascist. The idea of you know forcing people well, uh, to work. See, for... I, I didn't see any fascism in the countries that I lived in. I saw people. In fact, in the countries I was staying in, in fact, in, it, it was illegal to even wear a swastika on your jacket. Well, so, uh, don't don't get Nazi uh, Nazis and fascism, fascism all mixed too, up, right? Fascism was in um, Italy. It was in France. As a matter of fact, fascism actually came up through the ranks uh, in, in the United States. Um, you know, the the real the, the early fascist thinkers were here. So right, it's it's not it's it's not necessarily um, a Nazi thing. But you know, just because they steer away from the symbol of the swastika doesn't mean that they're not fascist. Fascist is just uh, you know a controlling state with a strong corporate yeah you know, with a corporate with a with yeah. real fascism s- is also about the genetic purity. Come on. No. No, it's, uh, not. it's not. That's just bigotry. Yes, it is. No, it's not. So, so go read. Uh, go read up on so it. So let me see if I can clarify your position here. You're saying that you don't necessarily support uh, enslaving everybody. Uh, so therefore, people that didn't want to get their school paid for well, from know, the government. That's not a very good debate tactic. They I would never be, said I was. I'm not for slavery. Well, so if you're for I, national you service, sir, as it stands, the proposal on the table is forcing 18 to 42 year olds to work for the government. That's slavery. So you're saying you're not for that? You know, I don't know where, what, what you call slavery when you say Slavery is conscription, community. sir. It's where you're forced to do something against your will. That's slavery. Wouldn't you agree? Slavery is when you're forced to do something without being compensated for. <laughs> <laughs> so are you telling me really? that you can give me a dollar to dig a big hole in your backyard and you hold a gun over me to make me do it and I'm not enslaved? Well, isn't that what we're doing to immigrants in this country every day? We we pay that we pay them peanuts and 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 basically in the same conditions. And 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 when when some they can people leave. say that that would be slavery, we that, that, uh, that certain no certain no it's not. Like, no, that's not slavery. No, it's not. not if, slavery. if you have a choice, it's we not slavery. slavery. I'll admit to you, it's not fair or right or good or any of those things. But it's not slavery. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's uh, the well, issue of choice, sir. If that's not slavery, then, we, then national service isn't slavery. Yeah, and if you're going to put somebody slavery, in jail for not doing what you want to do, want them to do, I think that you might be able to consider that slavery. That's just my thought. Um, you know, I, I when I How was about, in, in Europe, I never heard of one kid. That went to jail. Because they all obey, sir. Hold on on just a second. Do you hear of many people getting their houses taken away because of property tax? No, we all pay it. But you still know that you're going to get your house taken away um, if you don't pay your property tax, right? I want to read real quick to you the the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution. The rules we run this government by. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude. Now, if you make somebody serve for national service involuntarily, it must be involuntary servitude, except as punishment for a crime, wherefore, wherever the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist when the United States or any place subject to their up. jurisdiction. Free talk, love. 
This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up anything via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. This is the live Saturday edition, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. That number brought to you by SACL CAI, 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, including the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo and prove that they listen to the show. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com and see what it's all about. Lady listeners, you're invited to be part of the Shrine. Get all the details at shrine.freetalklive.com. Travel less and meet online. Try WebEx for free. Go to webex.com and enter promo code 600 to start your free trial of WebEx today. This is even more important with gas prices and uh, airline prices being so high. It's WebEx, W-E-B-E-X.com. Enter promo code 600-600 to start your free trial today, and you can even get a free webcam, webex.com. Before we continue with uh, the phone calls here, which are stacked up, uh, uh, want to comment just a little bit more on that last guy. Uh, it, isn't it amazing, Mark, listening to Americans that should know a thing or two about freedom, not even understanding how slavery is defined? The last guy that we talked to when we tried to nail him down on whether or not he supported enslaving his fellow Americans through this national service program that they're going to be foisting on people if they get the opportunity here uh, within the next couple of years – to force uh, people in America between the ages of 18 and 42, and I mean everyone, men and women, to work for some government bureaucracy for two years, to call that, to, to not realize, to not understand that that's enslaving people well, just because you give them a stipend? I just think slavery overstates it um, to, to some extent. What, to, in people's mind, what they think of when they say slavery is not what the world has um, viewed as slavery over you know the epochs of man. They're, in fact, what they view as slavery is chattel slavery that we had for blacks here in the United right, States. Right, they envisioned cotton fields and right. taskmasters. A life of, um, of servitude as opposed to a temporary um, you know, period of time. Yeah. And I think that you know, the Constitution says it best with involuntary servitude. And Just another national name for service, slavery, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I, I understand. And, and you're, it's, it's the simple way of say, saying it, and I, I, I get that. But at the same you, time... Should we stick with involuntary servitude, then? Well, you can say slavery, and I'm just going to keep on clarifying okay. I like people. I like that. It's good. Maybe that will help them understand it better. Because if it's against your consent, then that's anathema to living a free life. America was supposed to be the free country. At least that's what they taught me when I was growing up, yeah, and freedom. I still believe it. Freedom often, it seems to me, in um, in the United States, with uh, you know as big as the government's grown and as many laws that are uh, you know just invasive in every area of our life. I think freedom's just a word we say. Yeah, at this point, you're right. I mean, it's certainly not a free country, but that's what I want. I want to live in freedom, and I will oppose anything that comes up that it will reduce the amount of freedom that we currently have today, and national service will absolutely I do think that. It, I think um, the United States has more freedom than the vast majority of countries out there. Let's go to your phone calls. Ken is listening in West Palm Beach to WFTL. Hello, Ken. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's Good. on your mind, Ken? First of all, your host made a very, very poignant point there in reference to the payment and if these uh, so-called workers would be getting paid or not. Mm-hmm. That's really, if you follow the money, it's very important because it comes from taxpayers. That's correct. Yep, it and does. Indirectly, what is that? That's the redistribution of wealth. Correct. Socialism. Socialism. Exactly. And that's what Obama, because of the people who have been in his ear for so many years, that's his agenda. Well, I, well, I actually, have to correct McCain's you on this agenda too. because McCain um, has uh, supported the National Service Act, too. So what you've got in McCain and Obama is you've got a good Democrat running, and then you've got a really, really crazy socialist running. 
It's very <laughs> scary. It really is because it is it is stealing freedom. Yeah. And the worst part about it is this: is and your last caller was a complete example of it. It's part of the political slash media combination of numbing America into these things. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really where the problem lies. You know, I, I to sit there and to say and to be able to look at that and say there's positive out of it is insane. I hear you yeah, on that. Absolutely. But people that get these jobs, what if they're not qualified for the job? Now you got morons doing something that might be somewhat important. Well, they're not morons. They're eighteen-year-olds, and it's you know it's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm, we, I'm a caller. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we we had the we've had the draft many times in the past, and I think it might be overstating it to say it's the media and that kind of thing. Not not to say that I'm defending the media. They're they're implicit in a lot of things that are going wrong in this country. I just wonder whether it's people in general, whether it's old people talking about young people and saying, "Damn, they're crazy dancers. They look like they're having sex." on the dance floor we need to do something to straighten them out you know and it's just the to me it's it's the same thing that's been going on i'm sure that when the kids were doing the foxtrot that that uh, adults were just aghast at at how they were showing off their ankles it's most likely true it's not only that it's anybody who's for that is over 42 (laughs) what if what if you do have a good job and you make a lot of money and you support a family why would you want to go do that for two years? Yeah, well, we've yet to really determine all the details. It's a great question, and can I thank you for the call tonight. The, the details have yet to be ironed out. I've wondered about this. You know, what does it mean for somebody who's 38 years old? Yeah, 37, and has, has a wife, a, career. a new kid, um, a job, their own business that they're right. running? Oh, like me. Are they going to force you uh, to do full-time service, or will it be like a weekend they thing? They can't force me. They can only try to throw me in jail. Well, okay, that's true. And I'll, but that's going to be enough. I'm not, to... not going to do it. I'm, as far as I'm concerned, the government is Me an neither. organization that is uh, inefficient and shouldn't be involved in as many things as it is. And dangerous. if I stand by and I allow the government to get involved in yet one more thing, then I'm implicit in the growth of government. This is true. Now, I'll agree with you that the government's a dangerous organization because, well, the only thing they've got in order to enforce what they do is you know, threats, jail, and guys with guns. So I, I, that's true, but most people don't think of it that way. And I'm, I'm, I'm not playing ball. Me neither. And hopefully more people will also join us in not participating with this particular... And I'm not going to Canada either. I'm going to sit right here run. in the United States, and I, I'm going to get as much media attention as possible when they drag me off to jail for not participating in their little national service to help all the people with homeland security. Let's continue with your calls. Gibby is on the line in Florida listening to WFLA. Hello, Gibby. Gibby, going once. Yes, good evening. Hey, you're on the air. Free Talk uh, Live, I find uh, a very stimulating program. I'm, I'm glad that, that you're on the air. Great. Do thanks. us a favor. Call your local program director mm-hmm. next week and tell him thanks for airing Free Talk Live and ask for, uh, for more Free Talk Live. It doesn't matter. You know, if you're listening on the radio, call them and let, the, let them know that you appreciate what they're doing. I will do that. What's on your mind tonight, Gibby? A couple of questions uh, before we get into my points. Uh, do either of you uh, people that are moderating this discussion uh, have a service background? Never, never, uh, never done the uh, paid killer thing. No, I, I service my customers. Uh, now wait a second. Yeah. Uh, I think you ought to get the hell out of this country. Why? Paid killer. Paid killer. That's ridiculous. Did you read your constitution? Does it? You're, does you're, your constitution say that the military shouldn't around, be around? You're talking around my point. Yeah. When I, you when you when you say what's paid the army paid killer, to do? 
Uh, you're talking to a Navy veteran, sir. How many men have you killed? Probably none. He's in the Navy. Zero. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, do you think the Navy is responsible for killing people off? Now, now, you, now you're talking around my question. Well, if I belong to the mafia, but I've never shot anybody, am I? Am, you know, am, am I a paid you, killer? Again, you're talking around my question. All right, we're going to give you a chance no, to answer. I have never you done have the paid never, killer you thing. You have never been involved in the service. I have, I have never been a bureaucrat, and I want to continue with you, so hang on, Gibby. We'll bring you back, let you ask another question, but we want to ask you some questions back, all right? So we're going to ask Gibby some questions here in a few moments, and you can dial in as well and bring up whatever it is that's on your mind at 800-259-9231, whether it's national service or something completely different. This is Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. It's 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of stuff, and it's all for free. The wiki is included. Over 1,700 pages that were created by listeners like you. It's like the listener-editable version of our website. Go to wiki.freetalklive.com to get interactive. That's W-I-K-I, wiki.freetalklive.com. Hey, do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? Well, SACL CAI does collections. They do early out billing, and they purchase uh, charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI. Check out their banner at freetalklive.com. Again, SACL CAI. As we go back to Gibby in Florida, listening to WFLA, talking about this idea of uh, mandatory national service, uh, wherein Americans between 18 and 42 will be forced to go work for some government bureaucracy for two years. And uh, Gibby, you are trying to ask a question. I, Mark took it took us off into the realm of uh, military service, which exactly w- wasn't my intention. But you wanted to get a question answered, so go ahead with your question. Well, uh, w- would you uh, would you bear arms against a, uh, a radical Islamic tr- trying to trying to do what they did? In 9/11. Yeah, those people are criminals, and I think that uh, that the good people carry guns with them, and they shoot bad guys. But you wouldn't do that. Well, I wouldn't would do that. Absolutely, I'd do that. I didn't get that impression. You don't. Oh, I see. You think that uh, that. In it, other words, what I'm trying to say is, that I, it appears, it occurs to me that that you and you love to live here in this country. And enjoy all of the benefits, but you would do very little to defend it. Well, I, I will uh, defend this country in the form of a militia, um, you know, any time that that, uh, that comes up. But now, um, now I don't believe... Now you're, being relic- uh, now you're being absolutely ridiculous. What do you mean? You don't exactly think, that, what, exactly you don't think free men, free men that can do what they want, made this country free? You understand that the militia freed this country from England? Absolutely. Okay. We don't need a big uh, military. Now, I'll say for oh, I'll, I'll say this, Gibby. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give you something here. That, and I'm sorry if we're calling the Navy a bunch of paid killers because I'm upset with the Army and you, you know as a concept because uh, it's wait unconstitutional. A wait a minute. Uh, when when you slander the volunteer people that we have defending this country and and providing the liberties that 
that you and your co-host enjoy. I, I, I got a question that. I, I, I don't think that the United States military has been involved in too many conflicts, and, and certainly in the last 50 years, that have provided me with any liberty. Then you don't know what you're talking about. Well, you're, you know, you're, people you're, will often say that. But um, absolutely, I'll tell you one thing. 131 uh, nations, I, Gibby. I, I would invite you to, to join me for cocktails at an American Legion post that I belong to, or a VFW post that I belong to, and, and see if how long you would last. With this kind of an attitude, I understand that that many many uh, veterans are very proud of their service. I get that, but um, at the same time, they may have been involved in conflicts that perhaps perpetuated the military-industrial complex that that um, Mr. Uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, the Republican, uh, yes. warned us about. I, I think, uh, I, as a matter of fact, I think uh, President Eisenhower did an awful lot for this country as president. So are you suggesting, I, I Gibby, you. <laughs> Gibby are, are you suggesting that the, the military exploits of the last uh, 50 or 100 years, uh, you know, actually in some way gave us liberty? I mean, of Vietnam, how Without, did that give me liberty exactly? Uh, now you're dancing around. You, you, of course, would bring up Vietnam. Okay, Korea. How about okay, uh, Iraq? Let's, how about let's, Grenada? How about Iraq? Panama? The Panama? Persian Gulf? You pick it. Cuba, Bay of Pigs? How about Iraq and Afghanistan? Okay. Well, Afghanistan, you might be able to convince me if we had actually declared war. How about Al-Qaeda? Well, Al-Qaeda's not a good organization, that's for sure, but they're a criminal organization. I think we should do what the Constitution says, which they call letters of mark and reprisal. If we would put um, bounties on these guys' heads and allow Americans to go after those bounty, bounties, don't you think that Blackwater would be the best organization to go find Osama bin Laden rather than you know go conquering countries that don't have anything to do with him? I hardly do. I highly disagree with you. Okay. Well, I, I'm of the opinion that a, a small uh, force like Blackwater would do a far better job, you know, if we would have put a real bounty and, and on his head instead of 10 million. you don't know anything about conflict. You don't know anything about living or dying. I do uh, understand. I do understand big government. And the military is the post office in fatigues. Right. I'm sorry. Well, well, I don't have we... liberty, sir. I mean, you, you keep telling me that I've got liberty because of the military, but it seems like the military is just another government program. And as long as government's around, uh, I can't be free because they might throw me in a jail cell if I don't want to participate with them. I mean, if I've, if I've really got liberty and you want to stand for my liberty as you claim to, then how will you feel if I decide I no longer want to support this government with my money? It, it sounds like... You should move to another country. Well, wait, hold on a second. Wait a minute. I understand that's kind of a cliche that people like to throw out there. Well, if you don't like it, it you should leave. But wait a minute. Are you telling me that uh, Thomas Jefferson and George Washington should have just, you know, packed their bags and left because of King George? You like King George? Do you get on out? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Is that what you're saying, sir? You're being more ridiculous. No, uh, sir. You're the one being ridiculous. You don't. Does that is not is that not a salient response to what you just said? Should they have just left? How is that different exactly? You don't know much about George Washington, apparently. Do tell me how that's different, sir. You don't know much about history in this country, and the reason. Why don't you fill me in, Gibby? Instead of sniping. The reason that we enjoy the freedoms that we do is certainly not due to uh, people like yourself. I think that there are people out there defending freedom. Uh, I, I think that you need people on both sides of this. I think you need people that are uh, willing to pick up arms, and you need people you know, advocating from a uh, verbal standpoint uh, for freedom. Should Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks have just left 
because yeah. they didn't like Rosa things Rosa Parks should have just gotten up and gone to the back of the bus. That's what the rules say. <laughs> well, you have no answer, do you, Gibby? Of course they do. Well, go ahead. Let's hear it. You're being very ridiculous when you bring up uh, Martin Luther King. Is that all you've Martin. got? Is just gonna, you're just going to snipe at me at hominem attack, sir? Get off the phone. See you later. We'll give you plenty of an yeah. opportunity. Bye-bye. 800-259-9231. I'm asking, we're asking fair questions, legitimate questions. I asked him in the beginning, what should happen to me if I decide I don't want to participate with this government system? If I don't want to send my hard-earned money to a system that I disagree with? If I want to non-cooperate in the way that Gandhi or, uh, for for instance, Martin Luther King and others have non-cooperated in the past. And to sit there and call me ridiculous for it is uh, inconsistent, sir. And you've got nothing else to say besides ridiculous? Let's go to the next call and talk to David in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live listening to WNTK. Hello, Hello David. Hello. Hi. You're on the air. What's on your mind? Well, I, I, I kind of have to pick up where he let, left off. Sure. You'll have to educate me some, too. But uh, I, I'm a veteran, and... I, when I came, went to college, I had to talk to the other students about what, uh, what I thought about service. And, and one of the things I said was that it didn't seem fair to me that the poor should be overly uh, um, portrayed or have to serve more than, than people of means. And so I, it seemed fair to me that everybody should serve. Now, are you talking about in the draft or are you talking about uh, without the draft? Yeah, I, I thought... I thought we should have a draft. It seems like the only fair way to do you distribute the burden of maintaining our freedom. Do you see that um, oh, that geez. rich people in any in any or in any any aspect of the government that rich people are treated the same as poor people? In any aspect of the government, I mean, what, what, the gover- the rich people control the government is what I'm telling you. So therefore, you really think that if we bring back the draft, that rich people will have to participate in this draft in the same way? I mean, but look that, at the that, accusations that was, on George that Bush. That was your question. That was your question. That yes. If everybody had to serve. So now you're saying you don't believe it. I don't believe everybody's going to have to serve. No. Not in a dangerous but, but that, situation. That was the, that's the question you set up, was that... I think that everybody should, I, and I'm saying yes, they should. Okay, um, that's that's the question my partner set um, set up. But I'll, okay, I'll argue it from that point. Let's say that the, that somehow magically they create a system where rich people and poor people are treated um, equally, uh, which seems unlikely. What about freedom? What about the Thirteenth Amendment of the Constitution? Well, you, you equated service with slavery. It's not slavery. Well, it, it is if you have to do it, right? Okay, how about involuntary servitude? Would you call it involuntary well, servitude, well, sir? Uh, besides talking, you, do you have a job? Let's bring you back here in a moment. Hang on, <laughs> we'll keep talking to you in a moment with uh, more with David and your calls as well. 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the Sickle CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free. So enjoy those on us. And if you like Free Talk Live and want to help support the show, become an amplifier. Just go to amp.freetalklive.com. Amp stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And you can get signed up for as little as 3 bucks a month, any major credit card, PayPal, or some alternative options as well, to help us get Free Talk Live on more radio stations around the country. We've got 40-plus stations already and more in the pipe, and more will come sooner if you help us out by becoming an amplifier. Plus, we get more Internet listeners on board and thereby spread the message of freedom and liberty as far and as wide as possible. You get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more. Get all the details and get signed up at amp.freetalk.com. 
freetalklive.com. David in New Hampshire, returning uh, more with David from WNTK. Uh, you're back on Free Talk Live, and you were asking a question about a job before we went away there. I wanted to make sure you had a chance to get that up. Besides talking the radio, if you had any other jobs. Well, uh, you mean working for another person for working, a paycheck? Yeah, I'm I'm a well, hopefully I, for a paycheck. Yeah, I, I do a, um, I, I do radio ad sales for this show uh, during the week. I'm and an I, entrepreneur, yeah. and so I don't need a job. This is my work. This is my life. And everything everything you do at that job is something you like to do. Pretty absolutely. Much. I you love this. Do, you never do anything you don't want to. do. Oh, I've done lots of hard work. I've, I've done roofing. I've uh, worked at convenience stores. I've washed dishes at restaurants. Hard work. I said, do you always do everything only what you like to do? Oh, um, I do what my wife tells me to do. Well, ideally, okay, yes. So that's, that's proof right now. You're a slave already. Well, I, I chose to be in that relationship, and I could leave any time I want. Yeah, that's well, the issue here. The issue is choice, and that's what this whole national ser- service thing is about. It's about removing choice from people's lives and forcing them to do something they may not necessarily want to do. How do you feel about that? Well, I, I feel that uh, the military service is something you can't really you, you can't really shun off to somebody else. You, you kind of everybody needs to take some share of the responsibility. Okay, so some responsibility. Now wait, you're saying there's a responsibility. How was that responsibility created upon me? The responsibility was created because we all have uh, certain certain rights, and there's a, there's a cost to to, to to exercise those rights. There's a responsibility that comes with that. Well, how, how did that? Res- I, I've heard that that with with uh, yeah. rights come responsibilities, but yeah. I feel like within my rights, that as long as I don't hurt anybody, I have the responsibility not to harm someone or steal from them. But as long as that's the case, that they're my rights, and there's no responsibility other than that. Like you can't create upon me a responsibility that I didn't willingly enter into. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I can I hear hear that argument, but but then. And you're saying that other people should do what you your your share of the, the national defense should be performed by somebody well, else. I don't believe I have a share of anything, sir. I, I don't consent. I, first off, to this I think government. that this national you, you do you do think you have a share of something. You think you have a share of the freedom and of. And of no, no, right. no, no, no. See, I, I think you might be confused about something. For, uh, governments do not create freedom. Freedom exists. Liberty is the natural state of order. No. Gover- and then governments well, were allegedly created to supposedly protect freedom. Now, governments, if you look no, at the founding documents, hold on, I'm going to make a point. You can respond to it, David. Governments, if you look at their founding documents, say that they're by the consent of the governed. And you live here in New Hampshire. If you go and look at the New Hampshire Constitution, it's the first paragraph. So if it's true that they, these uh, that governments were founded by the consent of the Governed, shouldn't it also be true that I should be able to withdraw my consent and have no obligation to those government people? Well, you don't. You don't have to agree with them. You don't have to. I mean, we are. We are the government. We are the people, right? No, I'm we not are, the we, government, sir. I'm a radio talk are, show you host. Are, then you're not doing your civic responsibility if you're not part of the government. I don't want to, to do this. Whatever the hell that well, civic responsibility thing is. There's, there's a lot of things you don't want to do. But somebody has to do them. And they if I do, don't do it, you're going to put me in a jail cell, right? Needs to be done. How so long I, do you want to lock me away in a prison cell if I don't do your little civic a, responsibility? Or, I mean, how long do I want to lock everybody away or just you? Any, anybody, who doesn't, <laughs> anybody who doesn't want to play with your little civic responsibility uh, game. First of all, it's not a little. You're, like, you're kind of like Beavis and Butthead. You like belittle everybody who... who, who I'm asking you a question. It's not belittling, sir. Right. It's a Why question. It my little what? Whatever it is. Your little program, whatever it is. I don't have a program. Yeah, well, you're talking about civic responsibility. This national service thing, sir, is the program. European countries did it was they said everybody must serve 15 months or 12 months. So you want to be like Europe, right? Maybe you should be the one that leaves the country. You asked the question. I'm trying to answer it for you. Most of them said that they would have a, a conscription and people who could 
could show that there was some reason that they couldn't perform. Military service could do some something which you might find less reprehensible, like working in a hospital. Health. No, no, no. You don't understand. If the government forces me to do it, that's antithetical to freedom, and right. that's what I find reprehensible. I don't have to Look, have an excuse. I am a member of the volunteer fire department. I go out and I volunteer. You can't tell me about civic responsibility. All you can tell me about is government forcing people to do stuff. That's what we're talking about here. Not it's talking not about a whether or not I have an excuse. I'm talking, talking about national service for for self for defense. Okay, yeah. that's fine. It's um, not. Look, uh, you know, I am of the opinion. I'm of the opinion that every man and woman that own a gun in the United States are doing what they should be doing in order to defend this nation. As a matter of fact, that's what the Second Amendment says. It says a well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state. Because the Founding Fathers didn't want a standing army, um, and, there's that and the pesky, right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So there's that pesky 13th Amendment which says there shouldn't be any involuntary servitude. How do you, just, I mean, how do you justify advocating involuntary servitude, sir? You just want to, you know, you just don't really well, care about the you, Constitution? You involuntary servitude, but, uh, oh, it's not involuntary? Well, it's, it's voluntary well, if you want to do it, but it's not voluntary if you don't. I don't <laughs> want to participate in this government program. You're telling me that's... Well, you're telling me it's not. You're, you're, you're telling me it's a voluntary program, sir. Well, is that is the IRS a voluntary program? No, it's well, they coercive. say it is, but it's not. It is, uh, I mean, there's a lot of things we do. Oh, I see. Wait, you're justifying enslaving people by saying that we're already I, enslaved. I, first of all, first of all, I already said I, I don't think it's enslavement. Oh, I'm it, not you're about right. owning people and selling people. So wait a minute. If I wait, hold on now. Let's 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 take this one point at a time. If you okay. work during the week at some job and I get and I come to you and I demand fifty percent of your money every single week, or else I'm going to put you in a jail cell. Are you a slave? Would that be? Would you, you be enslaved? Fifty percent of my my wages each week, and you and you have no stand, for what purpose? Well, I, I'm the government. I'm going to take fifty percent of You're the. You're taking a percent. I don't. You're telling me that's not you slavery? Raise, you want to raise my rate? If, if you somebody... want to raise everybody's rate, I guess that'd be fair. So you're telling me as long what as everybody What rate paying... becomes slavery? What's that? What rate becomes slavery? Well... How much percent does it take to become to, for you to become a slave? Is it, does it have to be 100%? People, we're not talking about not paying these people. Oh, I'm talking, talking about, about not paying, too. I'm talking, talking about not about participating. Sir, I'm talking about not participating 100% in this federal government system. I'm not interested right. in it, okay? I'm not interested no. in paying them money, and I'm not interested in giving them my precious time. Not interested right. whatsoever. And you're telling me that the fact that, uh, that I have to give these people money is not slavery? So how much how percentage would one have to give in order for it to be slavery? Is it 100% in your mind? I would I would say 100% would be pretty close, but even that wouldn't be really might not be slavery. Yeah. What kind of a real slavery, a bizarre world do you live in, sir? I, I live in New Hampshire. Live Somebody is die, taking 100% of your income <laughs> and you are a slave. I'm, I got two women take most of it, but that's another question. Well, you it, chose that. Yeah. You're just male. That's that's no big deal. That happens to all of us. Yeah. But you know, you said live free or die, and I, I'm I'm with you. Live free or die. And as far as I'm concerned, a free man does not have to give any government organization, whether it's local, state, or federal, a dime of his money that he doesn't want to give. Otherwise, he's not free. David, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Brad in New Hampshire. Brad, you're on Free Talk Live. Brad, New Hampshire. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hey, what's on your mind? Listen, these uh, these last two guys uh, who are in the military or they're veterans of the military, they're lacking a serious amount of logic in, in their argument. It seems very convenient for people who took an oath to uphold the Constitution to just disregard it. 
When he was arguing with you, Mark, uh, he accused you of uh, dancing around the gentleman two colors ago. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's um, a space filler to uh, be able to think about what he was going to say. Oh, absolutely. He accused you of dancing around. However, when you said to him, you know, did, uh, you said something along the lines of, did you swear to uphold the 13th Amendment or the Constitution? Mm-hmm. He, he accused you of dancing around. And it seems to me that the people who are most repugnant to the U.S. Constitution are the people who have taken an oath to defend it, and especially people in the military. Um, people in the military, uh, I've found, I mean, they generally will, will go with the talking point that, you know, we're free, we're free because of, of my service to you. But anyone who has logic uh, realizes that the military puts us in danger. I mean, if you look at the 9-11 attacks, if you listen to what Osama bin Laden himself says, uh, they didn't attack us because we are free. They attacked us because we're over in Saudi Arabia on their hallowed land. Uh, I believe it's uh, Osama bin Laden's brother who's the king of Saudi Arabia, right? Right, a half-brother or something like that. They're all Yeah, and, and he wants to be king. He wants to be king. Hassan, and, right. Yes, and the... Uh, we are the ones who armed the Mujahideen in uh, Afghanistan. You, you know, Bradley, you can't say any of this unless you've served. Yeah, Have hang you served? On. Hang on, Brad. I want to find out if you've served in a moment here. 800-259-9231 and how you feel about the whole national service thing. Hour three is coming up. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Though, of course, we're talking about national service and we'll continue talking about this. I want to hear from you. This is Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching here into hour number three of the live Saturday edition. The toll-free number for you is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Again, that number is 800-259-9231. And you can bring up anything, though we haven't focused all show long tonight, which is kind of unusual for Free Talk Live. But hey, if the calls come in, that's what we do. Uh, Been focused on this idea, and boy, is it a bad idea of national service. Just to bring you up to speed, if you're just tuning in, the idea is that 18 to 42-year-olds, both males and females in the United States, will be forced to work for two years for the government bureaucracy of their choice. That's what national service is. There are various organizations out there promoting it. Time Magazine is going to be doing an entire issue, supposedly uh, devoted to promoting the idea of national service. And they want you to believe it's voluntary, but it's not. The only voluntary aspect is that you choose which bureaucracy to work for, not whether or not you choose to participate. There is no choice to participate in national service. If you're between 18 and 42, they're going to force you into working for government. And uh, that seems un-American to me. It seems disgusting. It seems despicable. But yet people have called in all night uh, to defend the idea, saying, uh, trying to tell us things like, uh, well, it's not involuntary. Even though the 13th Amendment says clearly that there shall be no involuntary servitude, this isn't involuntary. But it is. I'm not sure how exactly they're making that conclusion. They also said 1984. that... You know, it's it's the yeah. same thing. The Ministry of Truth tells lies. The Ministry war is of peace. War, yeah, the Ministry of Peace is about war. It's always the same thing. And they've also told us. The last guy told us uh, that uh, 
that if the government took or if the government took a hundred percent of one's income, that wouldn't be involuntary. That wouldn't be slavery. Well, it wouldn't be slavery. I did, he did not say involuntary. We've been told that uh, that we owe some sort of responsibility to serve the government because that's our deal. Apparently, is that in order to live in a free country, the price of freedom is slavery. In that, do you want freedom, so you have to go and work for some organization that you choose uh, that you would otherwise choose not to work for because some sort of obligation was created upon you when you were squeezed out of your mom on you know this particular plot of land. Uh, some kind of central planning thought process might have gone into it, but uh, there is no obligation. How could there have been? You signed no contracts. Right. You entered into no agreements. It's a, it's, an, it's a crazy fantasy world that these people live in, but unfortunately, these are the people that are going to be foisting these ideas upon other Americans and trying to pass them off as though it's, oh, everything's great. This is great. It's a free country, and this is what you owe. You owe this to your freedom. Well, no, I don't as you say there is no agreement of any sort and doesn't come from a country and how absurd is it to suggest that as a free person if i don't participate with this government program national service i'll have my freedom taken away from me and locked in a jail cell wait a minute i thought i was free oh you're only free if you obey Right? You're only free if you do as the government people demand that you do. But wait a minute, what about the consent of the governed? I bring that up and they just bat it back as though it's not even important. Oh, the consent of the governed, what's that silly nonsense? Oh, that's a frivolous argument. And finally, we've been told, and I don't think I've, uh, this is a, a, by any means a complete list of everything we've been told tonight, just kind of trying to recap for our new listeners this hour. We've been told that national service is justified, and it's not really involuntary because, well, you're already not volunteering to pay taxes, so since they've got you enslaved with taxes, it's just another level of slavery, and what's the big deal? What are you guys getting so upset about? Let's go to Brad, who is in New Hampshire. Uh, Brad, who is, sounds like he's critical of this whole national service idea, pretty critical of uh, the, 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 this concept. And, Mark, you asked him a question about whether or not he has so-called service. Right, because that seems to be the question that comes up every time. You know, have you guys, you know, they, they talk to us about this. Have right. you guys been in the military? Because our opinion isn't valid, apparently, unless we've actually been a government bureaucrat. Brad well, in New Hampshire. Let me, uh, I'd like to address any, any law enforcement officers or people who would be involved in enforcing this law that might be listening across the country. You mean somebody that might come and take me to a jail cell if I don't choose to go to this national service thing? Ab- absolutely. And let, let, me say, let me say it here first. This is where I draw the line in the sand. I will never, and I repeat never, enforce this law no matter what anyone says to me, they can waterboard me, they can put me in a jail cell, whatever they want to do, I will not enforce this. This is patently and provably unconstitutional. When we take an oath to uh, uh, excuse me, uphold and defend the Constitution, we don't take an oath to do it um, based on what the nine people in Washington, D.C. says. What would happen if they made a ruling that it was okay for the police to use excessive force on black people because, in their opinion, the Eighth Amendment uh, does not restrict that. Well, would that be okay? Uh, it, it wouldn't be okay, but uh, the Supreme Court has ruled, uh, you know, pretty pretty thoroughly against black people uh, on multiple occasions before the uh, the Civil War, right? They've certainly ruled against gun rights very recently. And uh, oh, Plessy absolutely. Ferguson, you know, I can't. So remember. wait, Brad. Now you haven't pointed out. Uh, you've kind of uh, beat around the bush. You're a law enforcement officer. I am. I have served quote-unquote, for almost 10 years now, and there is nobody who has a, uh, an ounce of logic that could argue the fact that this is constitutional. The 13th Amendment says, plain as day, that involuntary servitude 
is unconstitutional. I don't care what the nine people in Washington, D.C. say. I don't care what the federal government says. This is a violation of the Constitution, and it is, it is, uh, it is our responsibility as individuals, and we take an oath to uphold it. And these two gentlemen who called before don't seem to give a flip about it. Well, they, they, they took an oath to it, and they, uh, they just, you know, it was just, just another well, they, thing. They've the, got... one, the, the, the last guy from New Hampshire, I think he was th- talking from a more theoretical standpoint. Um, I think that he was just, like, he felt like we asked a question, do you think it's a good idea? And his answer was, yes, I think it's a good idea. That's what they whether, all think. They whether, think it's good for people to, to work for the government for two years. Whether one, whether one thinks that it is more, uh, morally a good idea or ethically a good idea, that's one thing, but nobody can say that it's constitutional. And let me go a step further and say that um, if, if I um, was somehow able to keep my job, when, if this was to ever pass, God forbid, I take my oath seriously. And if the federal government came in and tried to kidnap anybody that I'm sworn to protect their constitutional rights, you can bet that I have everything I can to arrest anybody who is trying to violate the 13th Amendment, because that's my job, that's what I'm sworn to do. Thank you. Pretty much much they're going to have to kill me to keep me from doing it. So, Brad, you didn't swear an oath to agree to the interpretation uh, set down by the Supreme Court of the Constitution? You're actually able to interpret it yourself? Nobody swears an oath to do anything but to uphold it. And I believe the Constitution means what it says. The 13th Amendment is clear as day. And if anyone, if anyone, I've read the Supreme Court cases that, that try to justify it, those nine people have been stealing our Constitution from us ever since it was ratified. No and doubt. there is absolutely no way that I nor any other law enforcement officer should support it because it's slavery and it's blatantly unconstitutional. Thank blatantly. you, Brad, for the call tonight. Thank I appreciate you. hearing from you, and uh, congratulations on having the courage to take a stance like that. Uh, hopefully you'll never have to actually find out whether or not that's required of you. Yeah, you know, it uh, It always seems like we get a lot of calls from the establishment type uh, folks when we bring up issues like this. You know, we get the, you know, the former military guys, the cops, yeah. and, you know... Got it, a cop on our side. Yeah. Well, yep. there you go. There you go. Let's <laughs> continue with your calls uh, and talk to, I believe, Keith is on the line in Michigan listening to WTKG. Keith, you're on Free Talk Live. Thank you. What's well, on your um, mind? I've been listening... Uh, since I've been on hold, and, okay. uh, I think I need to ask you to set this up for me. I'm not sure I'm absolutely positive about what you're talking about. All right, sure. What are you unclear on? Um, the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you support the National Service Act by Charles Rangel? Do you support Service Nation's proposal that every American uh, should uh, have to serve in some capacity for the government? Um, do you support the draft? I guess it's, it's a bunch of questions kind of like that. Just your thoughts on the issue of national service. So-called. Okay, okay. Um, no, I thought you were talking about the voluntary um, as far as Iraq and so on. Oh. In other words, I didn't think that you, uh, I thought that you were against the Iraqi war. I am. Oh, I'm against that, too. I we absolutely. can talk about that if you'd like. This Free Talk Live, oh. you're welcome to talk about that. Sure. Okay. I'm against all wars, sir. I'm only in favor of defending um, my freedom. So you're the only one in the world that should have freedom? Oh, no, I think everybody should be free. I think you should make deals. Yeah. Really? But you're not, uh, if someone volunteers to join the service in order to give other people freedom, you have a problem with it? 
Uh, well, no. I question whether that's the truth. Uh, no, I have no problem with somebody going around the world doing what it is they think they should do, but I do have a problem paying for those things. If I have a problem paying for things I disagree with, and I think you might have a problem paying for things you disagree with. I want to clarify your position in moments here, Keith, and we'll talk to you as well at 800-259-9231. I just don't want to pay for the things I disagree with. Is that unreasonable? It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231 on this live Saturday edition of the program. As always, it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Features there are free, and those features include the updates. If you want to know what's going on with Free Talk Live, when it happens, get on the updates list, and we'll keep you in the loop. Go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com as we go back to... Uh, as we go back to Keith, listening to WTKG. Now, Keith, you were talking about uh, the issue of the I'm military sorry. and the Iraq war and uh, freedom. And you asked me, well, if it's just that I want freedom for myself. And I said, no, I think everybody should have freedom. And you were talking about the issue of the Iraq war. And I said, well, you know, if you want to go and blow people up around the world that you don't like, that's your business. Just don't expect me to pay for it. How do you feel about that? Just think it's silly. I mean, what's, wait, what's uh, silly about that? Should I be forced to pay for things that I disagree with? You know, I think some things are above that because if uh, you're going to deny other people freedom, uh, how am I denying have, anyone else's freedom? You, uh, yes, you are. How? If you're going to deny them freedom that you enjoy every day. And are you going to tell me the Iraqi people don't want freedom? Well, I don't. I don't think they all do. I think that uh, probably the eighty percent that they've polled that how, say that they how, want wait, the United wait, States wait, out wait, of there wait, don't wait. want us there. Don't want uh, that wait the kind of freedom that we here. offer, at least. Wait a minute here. How yeah. many of them voted? Uh, they, they all, I'm sure they all voted for the same reason that uh, I vote, in self-defense. I vote oh, because I don't really? want some big government really? person and in office. And, and that's why they dipped their fingers in indelible ink and walked down the street. Well, they dipped their fingers because that, that was part of the pro- voting process. Do you think freedom is? It, do you think that democracy is freedom? Is that what your uh, conclusion is here, Keith? That the ability to vote is freedom? No. Okay, good. Because it's no. not. No. No, freedom is being able to own a self-protection. Freedom is uh, the right to uh, start your own business. Yeah, sure, sure. Freedom it's, is the ability to so live many, your life. Many, many things. Yeah, freedom, freedom is, is to do the what ability you want. to live your life how so, you want, as long as you aren't hurting somebody so, else or so, their property so in the you, process. So I'm so all in favor all, of freedom. So you, it's just a a, now, hold here. on, Keith. Nice I'm all in favor of freedom. It's just that I don't think you can give people freedom when they don't want it, and you can't give it to them at the barrel of a gun. And, and they don't, don't want it if they won't fight for and it. And I don't want to support enforcing things on other people's lives that they might not necessarily want. And you're telling me, too bad, you've got to support it, or else I'm going to put you in a jail cell, right? That's what you're telling me, isn't it? Speak at some point. Hmm? Are you telling me that those people that all voted, dipped their fingers in the ink, and walked around proudly holding that purple finger up, which made them a target from all the Al-Qaeda and all the guys that are over there that want to kill those people, because obviously they would. I mean, what... What don't you get about this? Look, they, they voted. Want... those people voted for Shiites, they voted for Sunnis, they voted for Kurds, they voted for what they wanted to vote, vote for in the same way that we do here in America. Are you telling me that the Democratic Party or the Republican Party are about freedom? Those people didn't vote for freedom, Keith. They voted for their own particular interests. 
Keith, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Look, uh, I don't care what is going on over in those other countries. There are other countries where people are far more enslaved than in, in Iraq. Right, and, and I'm not denying them their freedom by not going there either. I'm right. not denying um, a, a starving kid in uh, Cambodia um, food by eating a sandwich. No, I'm not. The only way that I can have my freedom is by giving it to other people. By give, I mean allowing them to have their freedom. You can't go over and kill people for freedom. Let's talk to somebody who is in the military. Gary is on the line listening to KTAE in Texas. Gary, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's on your mind? Hey, I just want to say, uh, according to that last guy's definition about voting, um, doesn't Iran have an election coming up pretty soon? Uh, are those people <laughs> they free? all have elections, but uh, usually you only get one choice, right? Um, it, it, yeah, exactly. You know, the case in Zimbabwe, I, I believe that he uh, actually ran the competition out of the, uh, out of the country. They're in uh, some other country, uh, Mugabe. Yeah, but they didn't, you know, they didn't get a purple finger, so they don't count. Right. You know? Well, the purple finger was a really moving picture. I, I totally well, I get that. I was over there. I was in Baghdad, mm-hmm. running the airport whenever that happened. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, it's all the same, man. They don't want us over there. Look, why, why don't people listen to uh, the statistics? You right. Know? The polls are. I can say they don't want us over the there. The polls are like 80% of them don't want us there. But and you something know like 55% of them are willing to kill us but in wait, order to get but us there. Hold on a second. It wouldn't matter to me if the polls were reversed. It wouldn't matter to me if 80% yeah, exactly. of Iraqis wanted the U.S. military there. I don't support what the military does, so therefore, I don't want to pay for it. Does that yeah, make I sense? I completely understand, and I like this whole uh, program that they're uh, trying to get passed. You know, it's a great idea if it'd be volunteer. You know, if it was a uh, volunteer thing, you know, because yeah. then you have people that grow up in low-income families like me more. Uh, to go besides joining the military in order to pay for college. Well, right. well they've got that. It's called AmeriCorps. Well, but apparently they yeah, want to exactly. take AmeriCorps and jam it down everybody's throat. Right, and, and well, volunteering because, you know, is... They want want cheap labor, you know? I mean, in yep. 10 years, we're yeah. all going to be making shoes for Nike anyway. If they want cheap labor, and, and they're already letting the illegal immigrants into the country, why don't they just go ahead and put, uh, you know, some army recruitment bases down in Mexico City and say, hey, you want to be American? Come on up, join the military. Proposed. That's been proposed. Everybody's, uh, everybody's complaining about all our jobs getting, uh, you know, sent overseas. Well, if we have cheap labor here, I guess that takes care of that, right? It's yeah. so scary. I don't isn't propose it? I mean, that. I'm just saying that that that, that seems like a, a more voluntary solution to me. So, right, right. Having Hessians. What I want to ask is, um, I was forced to go back on my third tour with the war that I never agreed with in the beginning, anyway. Mm-hmm. But I did it, and I wasn't like most of these people that refused to go because you know I did raise my hand and signed a contract. But the a contract, which by the way, they can change at any time they want to change it. Right, and I found that out whenever uh, I was due to get out. But I was forced to go back on my third tour because of stop loss. Stop loss, yeah. That violates the, uh, what, 13th Amendment as well? I don't know. When it comes to this contract, you know, they have this uh, inactive ready reserve thing, and it's right. it's so ugly. The thing is, they have you sign this contract, and then on the contract they say that every rule in the military code of justice applies. The military code of justice is a room full of books. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, so well, how can... CMJ only applies if you're like an E5 and below. You know, we said all the time different specs for different ranks in there. You know? oh, that's interesting. That's the case. Yeah, the administration always... Uh, it's always that way, but the people that have yeah. power always... Right. Uh, you know, it's easier for them to, uh, you know, get out of the doing, pay, playing by the rules. Well, to this day, there's not one Air Force, uh, one star or above, that's ever been prosecuted for a crime. They've all retired early. 
Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, the Air Force always gets it easy. You know, they, they get the air-conditioned rooms. The, the, the Marines are out yeah, there I don't know, man. I was the Air Force. It wasn't that easy. But, uh... <laughs> One thing's for sure. You're not going to see, uh, you know, George Bush's daughters uh, in the in, on the infantry in the front lines if this national service thing does come into play. Well, that's because there's no bars. You know, they can't go drinking. If, if <laughs> Thank you, Gary, for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231 is the number for you as we continue here and talk to Mike in Kentucky listening to WKCT. Hello, Mike. Mike in Kentucky going once. Yeah. Hey, you're there on the Hey. Hey, what's on your what mind? Was, uh, Howdy, what was, uh, what were you, what was the question you, you're talking about? Oh, I have no idea. We're asking it's, it's about national all, service. It's gone all over the place, and right. we're basically asking, do you support the draft? Do I support the draft? Yeah. yeah. Involuntary servitude. Uh, well, I've been in one time, but I mean, if, if I had to go again, I would go. That's not the answer to the question. The answer is, do you support... Would you want to fight alongside a guy that was forced to be there? Yeah, the guy that doesn't want to go. Would you want to be with him? Hang on, we'll let you answer that in moments. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. This is the live Saturday edition. The toll-free number is 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are all free, so enjoy those on us. And they include the bulletin board system where you can get interactive with thousands of our listeners and over 375,000 posts. Go to bbs.freetalklive.com to see what it's all about. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. It's your only choice for more personal freedom and smaller, less intrusive government. To learn more about joining the Second American Revolution, go to freestateproject.org. That is freestateproject.org. As we go back to Mike, listening to WKCT in Bowling Green. Uh, So, Mike, we'd ask the question about national service, this program that's probably going to come about here if these uh, people like Time Magazine have their way, that will uh, force all American uh, adults between 18 and 42 to work for two years years for a government bureaucracy and we're asking just generally about that how people feel about it you said if you were told that you needed to go serve in the military again you'd have no problem and that's your business but what about uh, somebody who doesn't want to go and work for the government if they are ordered to go and do it how would you feel about that that's the question are you, you still hear me yeah we yes, got sir. You. No. yeah i'm here can you hear me yes sir did yes, you sir. hear the question okay. yeah i heard you i heard you okay all right go ahead when I said about the draft, I mean, just because I go, that that doesn't mean I like it. But if my country needed me to go to fight, I would do that. I've been in one time before. Of course, I'd do it again. You know, I, I always you – know, I, I hear what you're saying on this, and I always wonder, do, does the country really need it or do politicians need it and want it? I think it's the latter. I'm kind of of the opinion that uh, this, this war was to some extent or another about oil. And I'm not saying entirely, but let's say to some extent or another. I think there was a, you know, an, uh, a bit of revenge in there, too. Uh, I certainly don't think it was to uh, catch Osama bin Laden, which is about the only thing that I, th- I feel is legitimate. It's certainly about giving business to the military-industrial complex. It's certainly about uh, guarding the oil for, I mean, currently we have uh, soldiers guarding the oil for uh, these oil companies. I mean, shouldn't they have their own security doing that? 
So do you think that the, the country needs you, or do you think that uh, people that have influence and money need you? Well, I don't know. I, I, I like to think my country needs me. Yeah, that's, that certainly makes it easier. They will it? fly the flag for you and uh, give you a parade when you get back. Thanks for the call, dude. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to John in New Hampshire. John, you're on Free Talk Live, and thanks for your patience. Okay, yeah. We get some people that are calling in. Real good intentions, real nice people. The fellow there just said about flying the flag. Hey, Mark and I agree with that. Flying the flag is kind of nice and we can agree with that, but there's also some strange questions that come up in this land, and they come around this question as, like, um, if you don't like it here, why don't you leave? Yeah, yeah we've, we've been told that, that tonight. a couple of times if you tonight. Don't vote, <laughs> If you don't vote, you deserve what you, uh, you you deserve the government you get or something. Yeah, and if you don't vote, then how can you complain? Mm. <laughs> but if they have all the answers, and I guess they think they do. Well, that's not an answer. It's a platitude. Tell me how my country went insane. Mm. They're searching grandma at the airport, and our children at the schools. They've got cameras and roadblocks on the street. They've got their no-knock warrants. And they're kicking in our doors. It sure looks like a police state to me. That ought to be a song, John. (laughs) We're on the road to freedom, and we're trying something new. Non-cooperation is the key. All you folks out there around the country can keep trying all you tried. But when you're ready, you can come with me. Yep, and that's and what we're doing. People say if you don't like it here, why don't you leave? And if you don't like it, then you can c- complain. Hey, folks, the game is over. The red, white, and blue—it's—it's it's great symbology. I don't know what, how you call it. I, I just picked up a book today. It's called uh, "Power, Ritual, and Politics." Okay. This is the way it's been throughout history. It's all about the rituals. It's the black robe. Sam touches on that. Mm, yeah, and the I'm military texting. and the uniforms Be and the pomp and the circumstance. Come on. Come Absolutely. On. Let's get real. All you people that are listening to me, let's get real. Let's stop pretending. Do you want freedom or don't you? Or do you just want symbolism? Good call, Come John. On, Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. You know, um, on the 4th of July, they, uh, they'll often have that, um, they'll, they'll, they'll play things that to make you feel really patriotic and good. And I like those. I, I love it when they flash up pictures of my guy, TJ, Thomas Jefferson, and, uh, you know, the, the founding fathers, and they play the flag behind it and the, the Star Spangled Banner, America the Beautiful. Yeah. But those yeah, make you feel good to remember things, that T.J. owned slaves. Well, I think T.J. was uh, doing his best, and I think he treated his slaves as best they could, and likely he felt he did like have if sex he, with one of them. Uh, if he, if he, uh, no, no one knows whether she had an orgasm or not. The um, likely he felt like if he let them go, they would be in worse shape than they currently were Possibly. living with him. Possibly. But I, I'm sure that there were people that had slaves that treated them real, real bad. And I still don't think, even if it's a gilded cage, that a cage is okay. And I don't think we need to be bringing slavery back or involuntary servitude back to this country, and that's exactly what the well, National Service now, proposes. Now you're actually putting uh, chattel slavery and involuntary servitude in the same sentence, okay? What the government is proposing to do to us is not what it did, to, what allowed... 
what what it enforced the laws on, um, you know, 250 years That's ago. That's true. Those Chattel slaves slavery. were working for private owners. Now the slaves will be working for the government. Let's go to Michael in New Hampshire. You're on the amp line. Hello, Michael. Well, good evening, gentlemen. Hey, what's on your mind? I was on hold for more than an hour, and that's a good sign for you guys. Yeah, the yeah, phones are blowing up. If you're on hold, we will get to you, though, and this is proof. Go ahead. But uh, real quick, I wanted to make a point about uh, slavery in the Civil War. A lot of people uh, I heard during the last hour were saying that, oh, uh, well, uh, it's not slavery if you get paid. And um, <laughs> the thing about that is back during uh, during the time of slavery, a lot of slaves actually did. Their their masters would let them hire out to a local business, a bakery or a tailor or uh, stable or blacksmith, whatever, and the slave would get paid, and they'd have to bring the money home to their master, and, and the master would take what they wanted out of the money and leave the slave with a little bit to maybe, maybe survive on. Kind of like the government does to us today. Exactly. Exactly like they do today. And and the thing about, well, if you don't like it, then leave. The, the problem with that is there's nowhere to go. There's, there's no place on this planet where somebody doesn't try to make this kind of claim. You know, and, yep. I agree with you, Michael. And not to mention that, you have to have papers. You have to participate with the government. You have to have your passport um, in order to leave the country. You have to pay taxes if you say, I'm out of here. I'm leaving this country. There's, there's exit taxes in this country. Yeah, now they'll just take all your money when you leave. It's it's crazy. Sure is. Any other thoughts for us, Michael? Uh, I just wanted to real briefly make those points. That's it. Thanks, dude. Appreciate the call. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Larry in Texas. Larry, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey guys, how are you guys doing hey, tonight? Larry. I really appreciate the opportunity to, to talk to you. Thanks for being uh, here. My opinion. What's on well, your mind? First of all, I have a couple of talking points about this. This is a great topic. Um, I'm a retired naval officer. I have uh, I served more than 21 years uh, in service of our country. Uh, I was unfortunately injured in Iraq, uh, which ended my Sorry career prematurely. I did retire, you know, with a full pension. I'm now living in Texas, living on the civilian economy. So, you know, I have kind of a, a, a little different perspective, uh, you know, because I, my, my career covers a, a gamut of time. Now, first, first of all, you guys are absolute patriots. Thank um, you. Your, your uh, dissatisfaction with government service, your, your dissatisfaction with the way the government is working, you know, people can say love it or leave it. Well, you know what? Love it or change it. And that's what you guys are, are trying to institute here. There you today. go. So, so I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, you know, we people like me and people before me and, and people that are in uniform today that are out there protecting our country, that are, that are serving our country, um, we're shedding our blood so that you guys can sit there and say that because there's a lot of countries I have Well, now, hold on. Before, before you go on, and this brings up a topic we touched on earlier, are you serving me or are you serving the politicians and their whims and desires? Because I'm not interested in having you go and put your life at risk in some sort of uh, military combat situation around the world. I'm only interested in defending uh, if in the event that we are attacked, uh, defending ourselves you know, with our own uh, firearms and, you know, if necessary, some sort of uh, militia organization. I want you to be able to come back and discuss this. So hang on. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. Only moments remain. Not going to give out the number because the phones are loaded up and we're going to try to get through as many people as we can here. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Only moments remain here. Uh, and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com where all the features are totally free 
And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, we need to ask for your vote. If you're in front of a computer right now or will be at some point, you should go to vote.freetalklive.com. Cast your vote for Free Talk Live. Help push us up on the charts, the podcast charts, the Podcast Alley Top 10 charts. We're number four right now. Miserable. We're, we're behind by like 100 votes. So it's easy and it'll be easy enough to catch up considering we've got thousands of people listening. Certainly, if 1% of you went out and voted, that probably would be enough to actually push us up to the top. Uh, but don't expect everybody else to do it for you. If you like Free Talk Live and appreciate this program, take a moment. It'll only be a minute at the most and go to vote.freetalklive.com. All you need is your email address. It won't be sold or spammed. It's just used for verification purposes and it helps us out a whole lot. Get us getting us new listeners and pressing the advertisers, and it's a big deal for us. So please, uh, go if you've, ne- if you've yet to vote in this month of August, go to vote.freetalklive.com. As we go back to your phone calls, Larry is back on the line in Dallas. And Larry, I was just asking you for a point of clarification. As a former member of the military, do you feel like you were, I mean, you mentioned you thought you were serving the country, but I think you're serving politicians. Do you think you're actually serving people like me or more the uh, political interests in Washington, D.C.? Let's see. It was the uh, it, it was you and everybody like you and everybody in the in this country that voted the politicians in nope, place. No, not uh, me. That are no, it was so not you me. Didn't vote? What, no. Well, what, what, what if I what if I did vote and uh, my guy lost? Oh, okay. Well, you know what, my guy lost too because I didn't vote for Bush either. A lot of people think that we're you know primarily Republican organization, but we're not. But I will tell you this: that I don't know anybody in the military that is pro draft. Because it failed yep. in Vietnam, it fails in Russia. Russia has a mandatory two-year minimum. It fails over there. We it, it, it instills higher crime rates. Don't you think a, that a the Americans more... can do it right, though? Americans are smarter than everyone else, aren't they? Cue up America the Beautiful. <laughs> I'm oh, with you, man. Well, I'm glad you've taken that position because you're one of the only military guys who's called tonight to actually take. Well, that he position. actually did his career, not uh, not some guy that was in for four years and then uh, hit the road. Yeah. Now, I would like to clarify something, though. You guys, as well as the regular American press, keeps referring to the war in Iraq. There is no war in Iraq. It's a front on the war on radical Islam. Well, how can uh, before you go on, I thought a war by definition was a clash between states. You can't really have a war against radical Islam because there is no nation of radical Islam. Well, they can have a war against whatever they want, Mark. They've got the war on drugs. I, you know what? Radical Islam declared war on this country. So as long as they have a war on this country, then we have to defend ourselves. I, so we didn't necessarily necessarily classify that as a war. I don't know. So, what, so how, do, how, do, how do we take prisoners of war in the war of radical Islam? Because they're not wearing uniforms. No, we don't. We just kill them. That's the only thing that you can do with a radical Islamic that wants to kill every American in this country is you have to go out there and you have to put a stop to now, them. I, you have to kill them. I'm with you. When he's got an AK-47 and he's popping caps off at, the, at American troops that are in America, um, you know, I can see what you're saying. However, um, when you're talking about some guys, sheep herders that get uh, swept up in Afghanistan because somebody wants a bounty, um, you know, I'm not so sure that I agree with that. And I also wonder, when are we going to let these guys go? Well, this is a warring nation. We have been at war at least once in every decade throughout this entire century, the last century. Isn't it sad? Isn't it sad? Oh, absolutely. It is. It is. But, you know, what are we going to do when Iran, let's say, for instance, Iran, who has vowed to blow up everything in the in the West, which is everything. And we're talking Europe, you know, uh, Israel. Can I stop you for just States. a moment? Just one moment. Sure. When you use the term Iran, do you mean the government people in Iran or the regular people no. in Iran? 
No, I'm talking specifically about the government, the mullahs in Iran, not the Iranian people. Most okay. the Iranian people, they're great. Muslim people are right. great, wonderful, God-fearing, God-loving. I have to tell you, Larry, people. I wish we could continue this conversation. I'm going to give you a quick answer, and we'll have to move on. But I thank you for the call, and I hope that you'll call us again. Uh, the basic answer is if the United States military was not around the world in over 130 countries building bases and causing trouble, then there would be no fear from those people in those countries. They The uh, mullahs hate, aren't, aren't threatening, uh, you know, uh, Guatemala. They don't hate American freedom. They hate American military intervention and American foreign policy. And that needs to end. In fact, all of those people, those troops, need to get brought back here to America. And, of course, I would advocate to, to demolish the federal government and have uh, the states secede. That would be my, uh, the, you know, definitely the way to go for me. Uh, but, you know, I think it would be a step in the right direction to close down the 700-plus military bases around the world and bring those troops home. And if you don't agree, ask yourself how you would feel if there was a Chinese military base down the street from you. In the meantime, we continue with your calls. Austin, listening to WSC. Austin Austin is gone. My apologies. Let's try instead. Gary, listening to KUSA in Washington. Hello, Gary. Gary, going once. Listen, I'm an old man, so I can't keep up with you smart (laughs) guys. But I did did want to say that uh, I also spent a number of years in military retired officer. And I agree that we shouldn't have a draft because I saw what Army looked like with the draft, and then I got to experience what it was with the volunteer Army, and it's volunteer Army superior, much yeah, superior. I'd agree that uh, largely and, uh, the officers say that. We have a very good that. Army, no matter what your political views or whatever. But I was going to ask you guys, you know, because I'm an old guy, and you know, when you were talking at an hour and a half ago about, <laughs> hey, uh, you know, we fight these wars, and you know, they're not for our freedom. You know what was you know what I'd ask you is is would Hitler give you more freedom than Roosevelt did? Well, I, what I would ask Truman? what I would what I would ask you um, on that is that first off, would well, Hitler, you haven't answered my question yet. You no, answer my I'll question. answer the, the question. answer to that question is no. No, the answer to the question is politicians don't give freedom. We already have freedom, and they actively work to take it away. Okay. So to turn that around, so Hitler, Hitler probably would take a little uh, more freedom away than Teddy Roosevelt. He would. Wait, so there is a degree of freedom, right? There's different degrees of freedom. Yes, if that's Hitler true. Would have took over, you would have not had as much freedom. Then well, my next question. Let, let is, me address that before you go on. How yeah. was Hitler going to get here? Well, you mean how we would get to uh, North America? Yes. Well, if you had studied, he'd already built bombers to do that. I mean, they were on the drive. So he would have bombed North America. So he would have bombed North America. How would he oh, have yeah, occupied he North America? And was trying to. Sure, sure. I understand that he would have dropped bombs. He dropped bombs on England. Did he defeat them? Uh. Well, I, we're not discussing. I want to right. I, Hitler so would have Hitler fought, with the Second Amendment had, of our now, wonderful on, Constitution, hold sir. Hold on, this is the problem with your show. You guys are quick, you're fast, and we're old men. <laughs> keep up with you. Defer courtesy to an old veteran. Listen, so you know, let's say Hitler did win, you'd have less freedom. I would think. Now, you guys may not, but you know, you, you're talking. Oh, we do. Antarctic, uh, you're sort of anarchist. You know, you, you That's such think, a well, nasty word. I prefer the term voluntarist. I think that people should uh, interact okay. with one another on a voluntary and I basis. I don't listen to you guys enough and know you enough. I've heard you maybe three times in my life. I'd call myself you know. a small government Republican. But but you got to admit, if the Soviets would have won the Cold War, they probably gave us less freedom than the Reagan administration. And but when we're under when we're under threat, we lo- we you know we give up freedoms. To protect. That's the problem. That's one reason. That's the problem. The problem is giving That's up freedoms. Problem. I'll agree yeah, with you. Giving up freedom is the problem. A couple thousand New Yorkers 
you know, and that that made an effect on a lot of Americans. Yeah, I, you know, you I'm guys, with you. I, I totally agree. I totally agree, and I I feel for those people. I really do. I just think that we're going about prosecuting, um, you know, the 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 people that we think did it in the wrong fashion. What we should do, people that did it are dead. We should put well, um, let's say the organization Al Qaeda. I think we can all agree that um, Al Qaeda was you know involved in this. Let's use what the Constitution says and put letters of mark and reprisal on the heads. But of they the, don't follow their own rules. Mark. No, the they Constitution's don't. a piece of paper they wipe their butts with in Washington D.C. Yeah. But. Um, well, you know, that's that's what that's what uh, the the people in the military and the police and you know all these people they 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 swear an oath to this document and then we haven't had a war there isn't been a war since 1941 when we declared war against Japan and um and uh you know back against Hitler because he declared against us first um so Which we haven't had a really war wanted, there is the no war there there are these PR campaigns that they call the war on drugs and you know the war in Korea yeah. whatever but well, they're not wars in addition the, the world war Legal. World War II and World War One. both of those presidents were elected by people who didn't want to get into war. It's true. And then they went ahead and got us into war anyway. It's, it's true, because they always come up with some manner that, you know, that makes it make Gary, sense. we're short on time. I thank you for the call tonight. Thank you, Thanks Gary. for listening there on KUSA and Yakima. Let's continue <laughs> and talk to uh, Rick, who is on the line in Colorado. Rick, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Rick, got to turn down the stream or radio or whatever it is you're listening to, because I think he put the phone down. He doesn't realize he's not on the air yet. We'll come he's, back to him. He's going to hear us call out. Well, I come back to him, but there's nobody else on hold. So oh, it's okay. Rick or no Rick. Rick, you've got uh, one more chance here, buddy. You're done. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. So sad. Because he, he was listening to the stream. So the stream is like, you know, 45 seconds behind oh, where crap. we were. So now Rick is probably hearing, oh, wait, wait, it's me. It's, but, <laughs> but here's we can't t- just sit t- here with, uh, you know, the, the double sound going Talk up. show calling tip. When you're on hold... Listen on hold. We have on hold feeds for a reason. But if you've got a regular handset and a little curly Q line that goes to your phone, I mean, you're stuck there within three feet of your phone. I understand, but, you know, otherwise you miss your opportunity like Rick did. Anyway, it's been Ian here with you. And Mark. Hey, we'll be back Monday night. You can join us then, and you can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. And I wish you a happy and safe weekend. Have fun. You ever have one of those days where everything goes right? First, I get the best parking space at work. Tonight, I have a date with a very lovely Rachel. And today, I gave a killer presentation in Sydney, finalized a contract in London, and demoed our new product in Boston. Online, from my desk, with WebEx. WebEx lets me take meetings and give presentations from my desk. I just talk to clients on the phone, and they watch what's happening on my desktop from their desktop. So I can travel the world and still be here for my date tonight with Rachel. Travel less, meet online. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radio graphic and enter promo code 600 to get a free trial and a free webcam, too. Remember that code, 600, to qualify for the free webcam. WebEx, now part of Cisco and used by more than 5.5 million people every month. Give it a try, free. Go to WebEx.com and enter the promo code 600. W-E-B-E-X.com. Free webcams available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details.